Welcome to the Guard Up Podcast. I am your host, CJ James. Back with the first episode of season four. Uh, everybody that's been rocking with me for the last four seasons, really appreciate it. Um, everybody sharing the podcast, uh, just showing love, man. Just really looking forward to pushing this podcast, moving it forward, and taking it to the next level. Uh, so I really appreciate all the love. Everybody that's been rocking with me and supporting me for, for four years. Um, thank you so much. You know, we talking hoops always. So I'm here with three guests, three guests that have been on the podcast a few times already. I have um, brother Sean Ortiz, a longtime Yo. friend, Celtics fan. Been a long time. Been I've been following basketball for a long time. Been talking hoops forever. Uh, what's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me on the show. Stuff. Anytime, anytime, man. Anytime. And my guy, Viz Swoops. Uh, founder, creator of Grind Season TV, and the host of the Jungle Report podcast. Uh, what's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm great, man. Appreciate being here on the show. It's always a good time when we hear it, man. So shout out to yes, all the listeners and all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then lastly, I got Teddy Sepempos, uh, my guy from college. I've been talking hoops forever, 2K. Uh, I promise I'm going to get on Xbox soon and play the run of 2K with you, bro. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what's good, man? Thanks for thanks for joining us. Yeah, happy to be here. I am still waiting. You probably haven't <laughs> even made a build yet on two on Xbox, but that's all right. Uh, I just ran a little pro am last night, got my ass kicked, but you know, maybe when you get in the fold, we'll be uh, better. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm saying when the Halo come out, I probably, yeah, I retired a little bit, bro. I just, I just guys, I had 2K fatigue, man. Especially when the, when the game came out, it was just I was running it too much, but. I'm gonna get I might I might get back on in, in a couple of weeks or so. But uh again, thank you guys for joining. Uh let's get right to it, man. Uh this of course episode is called 75, the 75th anniversary of the NBA season. Over the last few days or so since the season opener on Tuesday, they um announced the 75 best players of all time. Uh, it's been a lot of talk, a lot of debate. Some players that have uh been snubbed, have uh, spoken spoken out about them uh, not being on the list. Clay Thompson, we see Nico Dalla, uh, make a case for Kyrie, uh, just other players as well, you know, speaking out um, as about about the list. So, you know, we got the list here. Everybody's looking at the list. Just want to get your guys' thoughts on the list, um, your thoughts on 75, 75 years of the NBA. Obviously, <laughs> we were bored for the entire 75, but a uh, good amount, definitely, definitely, uh, to at least at least twenty five years um, since since the A's been around, and um, just want to give your thoughts, you guys, give your thoughts on the season, uh, what you think so far, even though in these last couple, these last few games, only these beginning of the game so far, and um, yeah, just your history and how you feel about the A. I'm gonna start with my guy Henny, my guy Sean. Um, glad you know, high Celtic fan. Uh, <laughs> Last couple of games, it, it, it's been rough. You know, we took that L against the Knicks. And, uh, you know, we just lost tonight to Toronto. Obviously, new coach, new uh, style of play. So there's a lot of uh, adjustments that need to be done. Uh, you know, as far you know, not looking at it from a fan perspective, because, I mean, if you look at it as a fan's perspective, it's like they need to do good now. Um, but now as far as the 75 goes, uh, I mean, 
the list is crazy, man. Uh, I, I do think some of it is a little uh, disagreeable. You know, I don't agree with it. You know. All right, yeah. What, what's uh? What, what are some things that? Because we got some notable snubs. We got. Uh, yeah, like Steph. I mean, I'm Clay, for example. You got, got Clay in for there. Sure. Clay, Kyrie, Dwight Howard, Tracy McGrady, Tracy McGrady, Chris Webber, Vince Carter, Grant Hill. Out of, out of a few of those names that I just mentioned, um, Sean, who do you think sh- should be on that list? Oh man, that that's where it's so hard. Cause I I believe that they all should, because they're okay. all you know great on the own things that they can do. Clay is like one of the greatest two way shooting, you know. Players out there, you know, he's not much of a finisher, but he can shoot lights out and also can guard you, you know. Uh, Tracy McGrady, I mean, before obviously Houston, when he was playing for, you know, for where everybody else before all the injuries kicked in, you know, he did a lot. Even when he was in Houston with the injury, he was, you know, he was still doing great things, you know, that, that a lot of players couldn't do. Um, now, Again, like, we can continue, you know, go with the whole list and everything, like, because, you know, with the, the with the snubs, like, Andre, like, to me, I mean, I agree with that. I don't think he should be on the list. I mean, I do think he's one of the greatest defenders. But, I mean, early in his career, he wasn't even a known shooter. He was uh, more like a watered-down run, I would say, you would say, with the crazy dunk styles and everything like that. But again, Right, but no, Eagle Dollar – Iguodala, now he made a case for Kyrie. He wasn't. He didn't make a case for himself. He made a case for Kyrie oh. to be on the list. Just want to clarify that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. So, and like, <laughs> regardless of that, like, like for Kyrie, Kyrie, I, I, I think he should be on that list. Maybe not, you know, top fifty. You know. But, okay. I mean, I give him close to like, you know, close to the seventy mark. You know, towards the ending of him. You know, if we had to put it in an order, but. Again, it, 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 they're going – I don't see how Kyrie got excluded out because it's like, okay, I could be wrong, right, because, you know, I, I, I haven't like, really did 100% research on everything, but one thing is uh, Reggie Miller in there. On that list? Yes. Yes. Right? Yes, Reggie's there. How many rings he got? Uh, I don't – Okay, oh, you say how many rings does he have? All right, okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, he doesn't have he doesn't have any championships. How many does he have? No, he doesn't have okay, any championships. Okay, how about Scotty Pippen? Is he on that list? Scotty's on, on the list. Yep, Scotty was on the top fifty as well. Yeah. Which again, right? I mean, what did he do after he left MJ? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, he struggled a little bit. He went to the Trailblazers. Um, you know, they had a they had a pretty they had an okay team. I mean, they gave the Lakers some problems back in the early two thousands. He was a big part of that. But of course, I mean, you know, when you have MJ and you know Scotty in their prime, you know, that was that was that was their peak. Right, and that's like saying the same thing. In my eye, the way I see is Kyrie. You're not gonna put Kyrie on the list because why? Because he didn't take a team anywhere. But meanwhile, he was one of the reasons why LeBron got one of his rings. 100%. So it's just like, like, okay, I get it after. What? No, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Make, jump in. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask point. a question yeah, yeah, about Kyrie. So we yeah. say these things, but Ky- I understand the Scotty Pippen point. But Scotty Pippen, even though he was not one of my favorite players, I look at him as a top sidekick. He has more all NBA appearances than Kyrie. Kyrie has three all NBA appearances in his whole career. 
Scotty has more than that. Scotty has all defensive yeah. teams. He probably, probably, I think he, I don't think he won defensive player of the year, but he's been close. So Scotty's actually done a lot of things individually that Kyrie doesn't have. Kyrie is a seven-time All-Star, phenomenal. 2016, I'm looking at it right now. 2016 NBA champion, All NBA rookie yeah. team, rookie of the year, All-Star, one-time All-Star MVP, and three-time All-Star, three-time All NBA player in his entire career. He's been in the league since what, 2010, 11? 2011, right. So in, in all of that time, yeah, since 2000, that's almost that's, that's about 10 years in the league. He's only really been a, a top mm-hmm. 15 player three times in his career. Yeah. 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 But yeah. also think about the set of teams that he had in the beginning. He was running with right. before LeBron. He had his name Rezal, uh, the center. You know, like I mean, the team wasn't great until obviously right. until LeBron great. came back and switched things but, around. No, you get I, me? I, I agree obviously. With that. I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I would say, okay, before I know you. Okay. You know, but a hundred percent. I I do. I mean, if you look at more details wise, as like you know not being on, like, you know, all-time defense. Again, 100% correct. And that's why I told him, like, if you had to put a Kyrie in order, I'm putting him on the 70 mark. Because I don't believe all 75 guys have accolades behind all that. As as a talent, you know, I don't think as a talent, there isn't 75 guys better than Kyrie. But as an accolade, there are. Still champion from Scotty, seven-time All-Star, just like uh, Kyrie is. Uh, six-time NBA champion, ten-time All-Defensive teams, seven-time All-NBA teams. Like, I, I think a guy like Bill Walton is a guy that, for the longest, has been mind-boggling to me because I think he has never had the accolades to be even on the top fifty teams. Jeez, I forgot about that. He wasn't on the list. That's that's been my biggest one. He's on there. They, I think he should have never been over there before Dominique. They finally put Dominique on there, but that he should have been on the fifty team, honestly. All right, so yeah, yeah um, I, I agree with tra- you on that part. I, I... No, no, yeah, um, yeah no, you, can, uh, you can finish up. You can I, finish I up, Sean. No, I want to hear the rest of the inputs because, like I said, I mean, with, with that tie, I'm going with more of a, you know, I'm from Jersey, Kyrie's from Jersey, so, you know, I feel <laughs> like I have to fight hard for Kyrie, you know. Not a lot of Jersey supporters support other Jersey people, but, you know, he's in Australia, he's born in Australia, that's to live in a bit, you know. So I have to support him, and my biased opinion is I just don't see it. Like, like this the same thing with Tracy McGrady. I mean, he didn't go nowhere far, but I feel like Tracy McGrady done a lot to to be on that list. You know, I just don't see why. I don't. I really don't. I mean, number wise, everything like that. Okay, get it? Maybe not most All Star appearance. Maybe just half the series and. All that could take a fact, but at the end of the day, it's like you have to go with more with skills and everything. Everybody was had the skills. Like you can't go with rings because not everybody got a ring, you know. But in the end of the day, that's why, you know, in my opinion, how I see things. All right, all right. Uh, I wrote follow up with Tyler, and then and then Teddy could finish up. And I'll get my thoughts. Uh, I think overall, for the most part, that some. What, who they added? I was, Dame is one that 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 bothered me too. I think Dame is a phenomenal player. I wouldn't put Dame in the top seventy-five. He hasn't done enough for me. I probably would have put Kyrie over Dame personally. Oh, no way. Possibly. Dame has <laughs> no Dame has been an All Star, but again, Dame all right. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that, Kyrie? 
You said what? You said Kyrie over Dame. Over Dame, career-wise at this point in time. It's different. Over Dame you're basing that off of Kyrie having one championship. The one championship. But Kyrie, again, more, I think he has, I believe he has more all-star appearances than Dame. I, I have to fact-check me on that. You might have to fact-check me on that. Yeah, More all-star does. appearances. Plays in, Dame plays in the West. Tougher, tougher to get an all-star oh, appearance. Absolutely, there. but again, that's not, if, if we're going by criteria and you're crunching numbers because these, these are all formulas. These are not based on just the opinions of people. Then we have to go with what, what the formula is, and Dame doesn't check all of those boxes as of yet. I think as a talent, Dame is a phenomenal player. But anything more than that, I'm. I mean, what has he done? I, a guy, a guy like a guy like Dwight Howard has more accolades and more as an individual player than Dane does, and Dwight Howard did not make this list. I I completely agree with that. I, so I just, just yeah. Four time defensive player of the year, guys. Where, where are you finding that again? Yeah, he should he should have been on the list, man. <laughs> Dwight, Howard, Dwight Howard hands down should have been on the list I love Reggie too but I, I think that Dwight Howard has more of a case than Reggie in my, in my opinion it's just, it's, it's, I think it's a lot of it's based on narratives some yep. of the things because uh, it's really 76 guys because James Worthy was tied as somebody James Worthy should have never been tied for the 75th spot honestly James Worthy career it was phenomenal but it's well, I don't think narratives. this list was I don't think this list was numbered there's no order to this list. No, no, it's it's not an order to the list, but it's 76 players on the list because James Worthy and another player were tied for like when they ran the when they crunched the formula up for the top 75 players. Yeah. Okay. And it's like James Worthy, regardless, you can't tell the history of the game of basketball without talking about James Worthy. Can't. And that's kind of where I look at it as, where I start to look at it as. I, I'm never going to be a person that's on board with Bill Walton being on there. Some of these other guys, I have I had to do more research on from the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, but there have been guys that are better. But I understand that you want to you give every legend from every decade their chance and that as well. So, But they did get Dominique right. Dominique should have been on the 50th team. And I think Joe Dumars is a person that gets overlooked a lot as well when we talk about these top 75 players. Underrated, yep, underrated guy. All right, yeah, Teddy, yeah, you could go. Yeah, I think for me the biggest problem, if I'm going to have a problem with this list, is that, you know, the the guys from, like, the 50s and 60s have tons of accolades. One, because there were just less teams in the league, so it was much easier to get on an all-NBA team or whatever. And just their stats alone just – don't compare to guys like today because sure, we score more points today. So it, it's, you know, I, I, I would take like almost every player from the fifties off this list. Like obviously except <laughs> for a couple exceptions. I mean, there's guys on this list. I've literally never even heard of Paul, Paul, a reason never heard of that guy uh, from the fifties. Uh, nope. Dave, B- Dave Bing, never heard of that guy before. So there, there's a few guys which you know that it's from the '50s. I don't expect to know all these guys, and I, 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 it's hard for me to say that I would take these guys off the list for for other guys when I I didn't really watch them play, and it's hard to just look at their stats. I mean, this guy Dave Bing, I don't know if any of you guys know him, but he averaged 20 points per game. 
doesn't sound pretty special. Doesn't sound too special to me. But uh, right, so, but back, but back then, that's a lot. Right, right. That, yeah, that's what, and that's right. what I'm saying. It, and so I don't want to say I take you know these guys off the list for any guys that were snubbed out of your snubs or the main snubs. Dwight Howard is the obvious one for me that should be on the list. I think the other ones are debatable, but Dwight Howard is like, he should be on it. You know I mean? He was the best defensive player in the league for like five, six years. You know, he's probably arguably a top 10 center. I don't know the centers off the top of my head, but he's got to be right up there as dominant forces. So I don't know how you can't put that guy on. I think as far as Damian Lillard goes, you can argue maybe he shouldn't be on the list. I wouldn't argue that, and I definitely wouldn't argue that Kyrie deserves it more than him. I just don't, I just don't think he's a better player than Damian Lillard. So you take you take those four years with LeBron away, and Kyrie is not even sniffing this list. So I would not. I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't disagree with you on that point at all. I don't. I'm just, I'm just going off what I see, and. I, so Kyrie has seven. Dame has six All Star appearances and six All NBAs. So that he, that one is kind of like all right. You you kind of splitting hairs at that point because you had that, but then Kyrie has the title and All Star MVPs, and it gets into the hair splitting. But I, the one thing I do agree with you it was less team and free agency did not exist in the fifties and sixties, even in the seventies, like that mm-hmm. for players to like guys had dynasty teams for a decade. If we, when I'm looking at this list, I see a bunch Brian of Celtics. I was going to say, yeah, I'm willing to bet most of those 50 players are Celtics. Celtics quite a, like quite a few of them. George Mike and those guys. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah many, when they were Minneapolis Lakers, yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's tough, bro. It's, it's tough. This is, I feel like it's a good debate. It's a good debate. First off, I understand. I understand people's points. I've been looking on Twitter. I've been looking on Facebook, Instagram. A lot of people say, you know, the guys from back in the day, they shouldn't be on the list. I feel like you still got to keep the tradition of the A. You still have to keep that tradition going. And even though – and then the, the game, the game evolves. I mean, you look at from the first 25 to the next 25 to, you know, this 25. The game, evo- the game has evolved. It went from everything was in the inside to now everybody's shooting threes now. So – um, the stats and the numbers are gonna be is, is gonna be a discrepancy between those numbers. A lot of a lot yes, a lot, a lot of those guys I have no idea who they are. I have no idea who they are. Maybe that's me not doing more homework on on, on the A for back then. But a lot, and then a lot of people that watch those guys, there some of those guys aren't here anymore, so they can't really defend themselves like or, or the people li- that lived in that era can't defend those guys like we could defend the guys that, that we felt like were snubbed so you know when we get older it's gonna be a younger generation saying the same thing we're saying right now so um it's just it's tough it's tough man for for the for the guys that got snubbed dwight 100 should be on the list I, I mean from two from the time he got drafted to about what the time he went to the lakers which is what 2012 that six that maybe that seven year window he was he was a top five player in the nba yep. like like okay. like 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 this so defensive player of the year three times all nba led led the magic to the finals they didn't have a they didn't have a great player on that team i mean who was the best player on that team you could say 
Jameer Nelson, Rashard Lewis, you know, Rashard, Lewis. yeah, yeah, those, yeah, those are those are those were role players. Those were role players. They weren't, yeah, Hero Turgalo, Courtney Lee, right, Rashard right. Lewis, they all had those a, guys. He right. made them great by drawing so much attention. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, and he and he he was a he was a big part of that. Of course, they ran into Kobe, but they also they stopped LeBron in the process. So um, you got to you got to count you got to account for that. Um, he should he should one hundred percent be on the list. Tracy McGrady, Vince Vince Carter, McGrady. I think Vince playing too long hurt his chance of being on this list. I think and you could say the same thing for Dwight too. I mean, you look at you look at from 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 after the Lakers, it was it was a lot of journeyman action. You know what I mean? It was it was the Wizards. Yep. It was Charlotte. He definitely had a he definitely had a few off years that you know now the people that are watching now are like he doesn't he shouldn't be on that list. Right, exactly, exactly. A lot of people for a lot of people forget about. It. We're just talking about ten years ago. We're not even talking. I mean, it, it seems like a long. It seems doesn't seem that far ago, but it's it's a while ago. We're talking about ten years ago. Um, he he was dominant. I mean, Olympic gold medalist back in two thousand eight. I mean, he he was that guy. He should one hundred percent be on the list, man. I mean, I. I would take for Damon Kyrie. I feel like if one, if, I feel like both of them shouldn't be on the list if the debate is like that. I mean, because because again, yes, without the four years with LeBron, I, his career his career is different. But he was a he, he, the reason why LeBron went there was because of Kyrie. So LeBron doesn't go back to Cleveland. He doesn't go back to Cleveland if Kyrie is not there. So he so we all saw the upside consideration. Take also into consideration Kyrie. Kyrie seasons uh, until what, 2013? When he won the three point championship? What do you mean? What do you mean? Um, wait, say that again. Say that again. It was, uh, you were falling out. For, Ky- for Kyrie. For Kyrie. Right. right. He was injured for his first two years. Basically, right. in and out. So he never had a full season until 2013, where he had more of a show up. Yeah, yeah, for sure, so, for sure, yeah, 100. I mean, That's what I'm saying. Like, if both, I feel like if the debate to me, to me, is close, it's, it's close between those guys. And if I were, if I had a vote, I wouldn't, I wouldn't vote for either of them because it's close. Now, listen for Dame, like, like Teddy said, like he was in the West. So you know, but he still was only one one All Star game short of of Kyrie. These last three, these last three years, he's definitely cemented himself and put himself in this conversation. Because in the beginning, you know, it was LA, it was really LA's team, and they were trying to figure it out. And then after LA left, that's when he continued to get better. And um, and there, but he he was definitely carrying those carrying those Trailblazer teams to being one of the, some of the top teams in the Western Conference. To me, I, I, that Western Conference game against the Western Conference series against Golden State without KD, that that to me that takes a step back, and because because how because of how it happened, they got swept, and they were up in every single one of those games in the fourth quarter, and 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 they got and they got swept. Now, if it was a seven game series and it was close, and like you said, narratives narratives going to play a factor because because when you're talking about sports, you got to talk about the story, so. That's what I'm saying. For both of those guys, I would pro- I would probably just omit both of them if that's the case because it's because it, 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 to me it's a pick'em. I think a lot of the argument you can use for Dame is the same argument you can use for Chris Webber. Sure, sure, it, yeah, it's, 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 it's very similar because they both played another in the borderline stack. guy. They they both played in the stack West. Um, 
they 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 were top players in a position. But again, when you got at the time you had Harden, Steph, Russ, and guys like that in, in the West trying to get an All Star approval or getting an All NBA approval with guys like that in the West, and you got to compete against guys in the East for a top fifth a top fifteen position. And what it's what two two guards per team, so right. six guys you trying to get in. Chris Webber had to play against the best guy. We talked about that early. Top three power forwards every night. Exactly. Yeah. Damn I think man. the biggest thing against Webber is like, you know, he came out of college as the guy, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, and this was, you know, Webber's a little before when I started really watching basketball. But to me, it feels like he kind of disappointed a little bit in the NBA compared to what he was supposed to be. You know, and Lillard's just like a superstar when he wasn't supposed to be. Now, I'm not saying that should really play a huge role in, at the end of the day, like the numbers and the facts. But for me, just Chris Webber, whenever I think of him, I'm like, he just wasn't really what as good as he was supposed to be. So I, I just yeah. did a little, like I was looking through the list. And, you know, Sam Jones, right? Sam Jones, yes. So Sam Jones, you know, Sam I feel Jones. like. I feel like they only really – I feel like they put him on the list. Of course, he's a Celtic. You know, he retired as a Celtic. That's the number 24 that they retired as a Celtic. But mm-hmm. I think they only put him on that list because he's a 10-time NBA champion. Yep. You know? Where if you look at Too Kyrie's many Celtics. Like Kyrie's, of course, of course, 100%. I mean, gang green. I mean, I'm a Celtics fan. Um, but like I said, I did my homework on, I, I, I just like wanted to search up right now, you know, Sam Jones, cause I was trying to see what names that I'm not really too familiar with, obviously back in the fifties. Um, but like I said, I mean, he has what, five, five NBA all-star appearances, three, all NBA second team. And then the 25th, 50th and 75th anniversary teams. And that's it. And. Like career point fifty thousand, four thousand three hundred rebounds, two thousand two hundred assists. Yeah, I, th- I think he was like a big defensive I mean, guy though too, right? Like I, when yeah. I think of Sam Jones, I think of like defensive stuff. Yeah, he was that. Yeah, yeah, he was that perimeter defender. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was part of that that uh, Russell yeah. team. Ten but, chips. I mean, he played. He played yeah, the yeah, one through three. As far as Kyrie, Kyrie, if that he has the Olympics, the FIBA, he has all that, those appearances as well too, and. Again, but that that, that becomes that becomes more than the NBA so when we talk like, about that. At this point, right. what? Why is Sam Jones on there? That that you know that Kyrie hasn't you know did. I mean, unless he, again defense, you want to add the defensive stuff. But I mean, on here, I mean, he didn't even win on like any defensive awards anyway. <laughs> I yeah, I just like I hate that. Yeah, like Jones. we're making this about like why Kyrie should be on the list. Like I just don't even think he should. If we're no, debating anyone, that's it's got to be. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, and then, and what, what do you guys think about Clay? I think Clay's on the cusp. I, I, yeah. I don't. Oh, I think I, I think Clay should be on could there be on too the with the, he, the he has, amount of awards and appearances he appeared in. But Clay is a product of. But again, you know, because I'm not familiar the with the past. time, right? Like, if Clay's on, you know, the Memphis Grizzlies, he's not a top seventy-five player. He's yeah, just like but, Kyle Korver that plays yeah. better defense. I think, but I think it, it's all about where you go and the development. Because yeah. no, nobody, 
Nobody would have thought that Dennis Robin would have been a top seventy-five Play player. Just for, is, uh, a little back if he went to the wrong team, if I, if, I don't think if if Dennis Rodman didn't start with the Pistons, mm-hmm. that he'd be a top seventy-five player. Like I said, it, it, it's a lot. Like even Vince Carter, like you said, like Vince Carter, uh, I think he's one of the all-time greatest too. I mean, I don't think a lot of players are better than him. It seems like Vince Carter is more of a case where. You can't you can't talk about you know the whole history of basketball without saying Vince Carter, but is are his stats necessarily top seventy five? I don't know. Yeah, you gotta look at you gotta no. look at Vince from from Toronto to maybe what Jersey to Jersey to, no to, I'll, I'll say so to maybe Orla- to, 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 to Orlando yeah Orlando. yeah yeah to Orlando yeah so that's what 2009. He went so to Orlando 2010-2011. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, all right. So so that's I, you have to look at that. Cause then from, from then on, the last you know nine years, he was he's averaged role, less than 13 points a game. Right. 13 and a half was the highest he had. Right, exactly. He was a role player. He bounced around everywhere. So um it's tough. 100 percent You can't you can't talk about the history of the game without without Vince. Of course not. Um, and then T Mac and Grant Hill, I think, are just uh, cases of injury. Short, yep, yeah, yeah, of course. Like T Mac is obviously a top seventy-five talent, like one hundred percent. I think, and, and it's kind, of, it's the same thing that happened to D Rose in a sense. All, all of those guys are the yes. what if guys. The what if, if, if it didn't, if this Brandon Roy too, because Brandon, Brandon Roy, Roy, if Brandon Roy doesn't get hurt, we're talking about him on this list as well. But yep. he's a, it's, it's a what if guy at this point. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. I think we'll leave it at that, man. It's going to be a it's, – it's a never-ending debate. It's a never-ending debate, man, because it's, it's so tough when you're talking about errors and different times throughout the throughout the game. And, and like I said at the beginning, it's, the game has evolved so much. So just stats. Is Isaiah the time the only piston on this list? Um – at least from the modern era, off the, off the, off the, yeah, off the modern. I believe. So. I mean, I mean, if you want to, if you want to, just like strictly piston, then yeah, prop, yeah, probably. Because of course you could, you could say Rodman. Dumars would probably be the second best one, and he didn't make it. So. Yeah, I wouldn't put, I wouldn't put. I mean, Joe, Joe Dumars underrated. You know what I'm saying? But I would put those the guys that I that that I put on the um that I mentioned as as notable. I would put, I put Clay over Joe Dumars. I would personally. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I probably would as well. Probably would. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, seventy three and nineteen. Uh, you know, top top three, top four shooter of all time. Joe Dumas was great. You know, he was great. Even even Isaiah tweeted out like he was the only only guy in the top fifty to to win two championships without it without another top another fifty team, player. Team, yeah. yeah. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. Joe six Dumas so. six six All Stars, five All Defensive Team, three All NBAs, Finals MVP, All Rookie. Yeah, Joe Dumars, Joe Dumars comes across as like a Chris Middleton to me. Yeah, yeah he's better than Middleton. I mean, he has more accolades. accolades well, I hate Clay. Middleton, so he has to, <laughs> Clay has no NBA appearances outside of the all one all defensive team and all rookie team. But as all NBA player, he's never yeah. been yeah. considered. I feel like Clay, Clay Thompson needs to be getting first team all defense to be on this list. Yeah. Like if you're not like if you're known for defense and threes, you got to be getting first team all defense at least one. Yeah. Yeah, Joe got five all defensive teams, so and three all NBAs. Clay doesn't have, doesn't have that, so I don't know. I think as a talent, you could argue Clay over him, but as far as career productive and career accomplishments, 
Joe still has more outside of the championship. He has one less. And then before before we move on, I want to make I'm going to ask everybody this question right here. We'll start. I'm gonna start with uh with Viz, and then we could go to go to Sean, and then we'll move on to um actually something I didn't add. I want to talk about the Ben Simmons um situation before we go to the outlooks in the Eastern Conference. What do you got? How do you guys feel about the media voting for for the you know because we're talking about All NBA and things like that, and you know that that plays a and obviously. We're talking about that. We're talking about this, you know, deciding and debating whether or not these guys should be on a list because of all NBAs and, and defensive teams and first offensive teams. And a lot of that is voted by the writers and the media. How do you feel about the media having a, a lot? That, to me, that's a lot of power because you're putting the, you're putting so much power in the writers and the media that kind of really, of course, they got to put the work in and, and, and make make their case for to have that position. But a lot of guys get snubbed, and it could potentially change the outcome of how we look at their careers. So I'll start with I'll start with Viz, and we'll go to Teddy, and then we'll go to Sean. Well, how do you feel about the media having so much power and voting for those voting for those selections? I think it doesn't it doesn't allow different generation voices to be heard with the media being in control. Because even if we look at a lot of people that control sports media, we're kind of getting guys from our generation now into it. But the Stephen A's, the Skip Baylesses. Even Shannon Sharp, to a degree, even though I know he's a LeBron fan, these guys come from watching 70s, 80s, 90s basketball, where they're kind of like, my, the era that I grew up watching is the best era. These guys today are soft. And they, they won't, like, again, going back to Bill Walton, it's no way in the world that if you took somebody 20 years from now that didn't see Bill Walton play, didn't see Dwight Howard play, and they watch their, their like watch them play and look at their accomplishments, that they would ever pick Bill Walton over the White House. Yeah, I, I agree. Like I, said, I, I said, it, just, I said but, he one hundred percent should be on his list. No question. Yeah, so no it, question. It's, just, it's just that the narrative that we've that they've gotten comfortable with running with has has become very has become biased to an extent, and it doesn't allow growth and a challenge to to what the status quo is. It's not. It's in, it, not even just basketball. Again, you know, I do the podcast with hip hop. When you right. talk about hip hop, who's the best rappers? They say Biggie and Tupac, but it's been so many rappers that have come out since Biggie and Tupac have passed away. 100%. So many basketball players that has played since Michael Jordan. I think that Michael Jordan and LeBron are the best two players that ever played the game, and Magic as well. Magic is my my favorite player of all time. But every if we say if you don't say Michael Jordan, you get killed for it. <laughs> just it doesn't make any sense. It, that's facts. That's facts. Um, Teddy, you could go and then Sean could finish up. Yeah, I think, you know, they kind of showed some fairness in this list. Obviously, they have to leave guys on from the 50s, but, you know, Giannis was on this list. And yeah, Giannis yeah. probably had like four good years. Not the, obviously, Giannis is one of the best 75 players, <laughs> him being seven feet tall. But when accolades, I mean, you know, he has an MVP. And now, obviously, if this happened a year ago, I don't know if he's on this list because he doesn't have a championship. So it's hard to gauge, but they put new guys on this list. Uh, and then in another 25 years, they're going to be putting on even newer guys. So I think the the recency bias counteracts them caring about the old. I think you're going to start seeing guys on TV say LeBron's the best. I don't think that's going to be crazy. Like, I think we're getting away from Jordan just being the unanimous number one, you know. So I don't know if I agree with that that kind of thought. Um, well, it's, it's, essentially, then, it's essentially the same thing, just different generation. 
Yep. So like the new generations yeah. are coming up, you know, there's, there's less of those old heads that are just, right. you know, talking out of their ass. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, when, when it comes to all NBA teams and the voting, I really think it's like a case by case basis. Cause I know one guy that was thrown around, not that I think this guy's top 75, but like Paul George, are you going to criticize Paul George for not having first team all NBA when he's played with LeBron his whole career? No, you can't, you can't count that against him. So I think it, it, it's a case-by-case basis. Clay Thompson's case, I think he's loved by the media. I think the media voting would only help him get higher up on those all teams. Uh, so I think, it's, I think it just depends on who, who you're talking about. I would agree. And I would say before we go to the next person that I think yeah, even if Giannis didn't win a chip, he'll get there. Two-time MVP, uh, defensive player of the year, most approved player of the year, and five all-stars and five all-NBAs. For, for all defensive teams, I think if, if you could if you could put Dame on that list minus the championship, Giannis's resume is enough to get yep. him on that seventy five list. Dame is another another you know new guy that made it on the list, so um, less biased than you might think towards the old. Right. Okay. All right, Sean. What's your thoughts? Um, to be honest, everybody really just went over everything, mm-hmm. and again, it's honest. The media have a big factor in everything you know obviously it has a lot more of a factor than it did 20 even you know 15 10 years ago you know social media was big but now everywhere so now you got the chinese you got everywhere it's going it's going unanimous now so when you come down to social the way the way medium the media has power of everything again it does play a factor in a lot of that because if you you think about ben simmons in that case like you said you know, they're, they're, everybody's going to point and say, oh, Ben Simmons is doing a bad thing. But, again, right at the end of the day, the media is going ahead. Oh, Ben Simmons is going to practice with his phone. He's doing this. He's doing that. Again, it all has factors when it comes down to media and everything like that in that case. Oh, excuse you know? me, um, I got a question for you, though. Just throw this back to you, how you asked us. Do you think that stuff like podcasting, and these content pieces that, like the Players Tribune, that actual former players are making are actually helping us have a more understanding and appreciate players for what they do, even though they may be getting snuffed from these 75 lists. Yeah, for sure. For sure. If you're a purist, you know, if you, if you really love the game, like all of us on, on the episode right now, um, 100%, it, it plays a factor, you know, watching some of these players from when we were younger, um, creating platforms for themselves, being able to speak for themselves, defend players that they played against um, or played with. I think I think it helps. I think it helps. It definitely helps create more discussion. And the more discussion you have is you, you have opportunity to to sway arguments certain ways. So um, I, I agree. I think it's I think it's great that they're you know, that, that these guys are coming out and, 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 you know, being able to create platforms because back then it was just it was just the writers in the newspapers. That was it. You know, they, they were the, they were the voice. Now the players have more of a voice now uh, because of social media, like what Sean said. So I think in do I think over time, um, I think it, it will start to even out a little bit. But to me, I still feel like, and I don't want to be. I mean, I don't want to be one of these because because again, you know, I, I I'm not playing in the A. None of us played in the A. But you know, just just to have only strictly the writers have power over. I feel like the coaches and the players who they're playing against should have a say in those vote in that voting. Now, of course it could be biased. Sure. I'm, 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 maybe that's a, maybe that's a reason why they, they're not included. Cause they feel like 
it might be more of a bias if the players and coaches have a vote, but I feel like it sh- there should be some, they should have some vote because at the end of the day, these guys are game planning and going up against these guys. They should have a vote in whether or not certain guys should be selected for all NBA and things like that. So hopefully in due time, um, there's a little bit more of a medium between between the writers and the players when it comes to that. Uh, but we'll, but we'll yeah. see. This is just for fun though, right? Like this list, like no one's getting awards for being top 75. Well, I mean, no, in, the, in, in the top fifty, they had you know they, I, f- I forgot I forgot what game it was, but they had all the guys. I don't know I don't know that if was the, that they was might get like a, that was All Star Weekend, she, and they got like leather jackets and stuff. They got like the that. right, yeah, they got the leather jackets, yeah. So they might do. They're probably probably going to do something like that. Um, and they, I don't know I don't know. They probably get an award or something like that. I'm pretty. This is 2021. Yeah. Back then, it, back then it was you know it was a little bit different yeah. in terms of how they get things. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm not on the list, so I don't care about like, that's cool, obviously. But like, for me, it's just like more about like debate and like who we think the top 75 is over like these guys, like getting awards and stuff like Clay well, Thompson, I mean, be, just be better and you'll get on the next list. I think, I think the two years of him getting hurt. Definitely. It definitely hurt. did. Like, is this it guy ever coming chance. back? It hurt his chances. Yeah, he's, it, come back. He's, he's coming back in December, correct? Because I thought he was coming back already, but. December, yeah. Looking like Christmas. I was shocked yeah. he wasn't back to start the year. I mean, like the Achilles. That's tr- I mean, it's, it's tricky. It's tricky. But um, I think those these last two years of him being out, if he were healthy, if him and, and Steph were healthy, and they were able to make a couple more runs yeah. without well, KD, probably win at least one more. Yeah. Yeah. It, it probably it probably puts him on there. Um, and I think a lot of people forgot about him a little bit, and that's probably why he came out on on social media and started. You know. You know. Saying, saying how he felt. So, all right, let's transition to Ben Simmons. Uh, Sean was talking about it um, just a couple couple minutes ago. Uh, I'll start with Viz here. You know, the dynamic, the ultimate didn't go up on Trey Young with, with three minutes left, down down two against the Hawks in game seven. Doc, ah. Rivers, Doc Rivers comes out and and so the media, the, the reporter asked Doc Rivers, can you win a championship with Ben? He says, I don't know. Joel Embiid says the turning point was when Ben didn't take the shot with two minutes left. I mean, with three minutes left down two, starts the whole swirl. Then the trade. Honestly, you could go before that with the James Harden, potentially James Harden for Ben Simmons. You could you yeah. really want to go that far. Or go back, that to, far back. back to Jimmy Butler. I mean, you could go, you could, yeah, sure. You could go back to the Jimmy Butler situation so, too a few years ago. Yeah, 100%. for me, for me. Ben Simmons is now reacting to the situation at hand. Before he was kind of putting his head down, doing his job and stuff like that. I understand could have took the shot, but people that they didn't watch the whole play. He passed it out because he was miss he was missing free throw. He was shooting less than 40% at the free throw line. So if I go up and I get fouled, I'm not making free throws. I'm in my and every everybody that played basketball, you know, free throw is a mental thing. You yes. could be a great three-point shooter. Andre Robinson can shoot threes, but he can't make free throws to save his life. It's a mental <laughs> thing. Um, he went, if he was kicking it out because it was a two-on-one, he could have passed it back to him or threw him an alley. He would have finished the dunk. All right. I get fouled on an and one. I'm, I'm cool with losing, missing one shot, then missing two shots. And that changes the momentum of the game. But the, th- the, the dominoes dropped really with Doc. Doc was wrong. He doesn't want to admit he was wrong. But Doc is wrong. You don't, as in, as a head coach, you don't say publicly, I can't win with one of my max guy players, yep. one of my top players on my team. And then for Joel Embiid to echo basically what Doc was saying, who was the who was the top dog on the team, you already divide the locker room. So either you with Ben or you with Joel and Doc. 
and who who makes the decisions on who plays and who stays, Doc and Joel. So Ben is reacting, but at the same time, people are like, oh, he should do it for the money and do it for that. But if the team didn't want him and they got rid of him, nobody would make an uproar. The well, they time. want him to get better, right? They just want him to get better. They want, he's not. He hasn't, they want him he hasn't to, made he, any progression in the first five he, or six years of his career. As a shooter. That's that's yeah. I mean, he's basically the same player he came into the league as. But he's probably just bigger. CJ said it right. It's not – he did get better. He didn't get – offensively, he has not become more aggressive. But that wasn't that's his game. But, that wasn't his game when he came there. That's why he surrounded him with guys that can score the basketball. Joel Embiid. Tobias Harris is the max contract guy. Uh, Seth Curry, even uh, what's his name, Maxley, something like that. I can't remember. Tyrese Maxey, yep. Yeah, Maxey. His Ben Simmons is a, a pass first facilitator. I'm going to run your offense. I'm going to run your offense and be Rondo on offense, and I'm going to be. But the in today's of, league, you I'm can't really do that. You have to be able to shoot the ball. Not Draymond you Green. Do. You Draymond have to. Green, Draymond Green doesn't shoot the ball as much as everybody else on his team does. Okay, not everyone. Not everyone plays with Steph Curry and Clay. But Austin. Ben Simmons is a Draymond Green kind of player. Look at his playing style. Uh, that's who we, that's but who then he's been. on. He's on the. He's on the wrong team. Then. Absolutely. He needs. He needs to be the the second best player on that team, and he's he, not. No, he is the second best player. Best player. He's just not the second. No, Tobias Harris is better than him. No. Come on, come on, no, come on, no, Ted, come on, come on. Do Dude, Stop did you, did you see? Do you see him in the playoffs? As a third option. Like, so okay, okay, hold on, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Before before you go, before you go. All right. Do you think? Uh, the, the Sixers can win a championship without Ben Simmons, and can you think you think Tobias Harris could be their second best player on the championship team? Uh, they would need. I mean, that's like uh, it. It would be that would be a similar team makeup to the Bucks because Tobias Harris would be Chris Middleton in that situation. Okay. Tobias Harris okay. is nowhere near as good as Chris Middleton, and I don't even like Chris Middleton. But, like but I, I okay, okay, so. So that so that's so that's fair, right? So that's, I do I do that's think fair. they could. That's yeah. Fair. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. I, I, like ben Simmons that's, that's, is hurting the team at this point because defenses don't have to guard him anywhere at this point. Under the rim, at the three point line, mid range, he has no game. But he Offensive, also, offensively, offensively, which is well, that's the most important part of the game. That's right? not true because he had he made what was it, dude? Uh, in game seven, Trey Young shot five for whatever from the floor. Yeah, like twenty shots. Yeah, he boxed. He boxed him. He boxed him for sure. Like, come yeah. on, he he does things to get stops. If ever, if I'm passing other guys the ball and they're not scoring, that's not on me. Because Tobias, you got you got paid you got you paid here to score the basketball. You were averaging twenty something a game, but you get to the playoffs, you're averaging what fourteen. But you don't. Do you think maybe the fact that they don't have to guard Ben is hurting the other teammates they, but in they scoring? They do have to guard Ben because they Ben don't. may not Ben may not shoot, but he does attack the rim, and you have to collapse on him. But he, he doesn't now. He he passes out of open dunks. All right, all right. I wanna I wanna keep that going. I just wanna hear what uh, these are. These are all good points. These are all good points, right? All right. I wanna hear with Sean. What what's your thoughts on it? Because we were talking we were talking a, a few weeks ago. You said you had a you had a lot to talk about Ben. So let me hear. Let me hear your thoughts. Bob, let me hear your thoughts listen, on the, on the right, again, right? Listen, right with the media again. I feel like they they obviously made it a lot worse than what it really is. That's okay. for starters, and that's for the simple fact that you know every player has their opinions. Like look at Schroeder and the Lakers. He didn't. Schroeder did not like playing in the Lakers. Why? Because he was on LeBron's team. He had to listen. But nobody's gonna go. <laughs> you know that's you know it, 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 it's. It, 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 it's with 
and a hundred percent, what they're saying is true. What these guys are saying is true. You know, when it comes down to Ben Simmons not progressing, he's been the same. You know, since he came out, um, I mean, he did the same thing that he did rookie year when he he what pulled the muscle in the summer league, and so he hasn't progressed mm-hmm. as far as that. I mean, yes, he's a Rondo type of player where he, he's just there for defense and uh, cutting in the paint and passing the ball. You know, it's his main thing. But it's just like, you know, even you see Robeson, he, at least he attempts to shoot a three, and he bricked every single three. You know? Okay. You can't, you can't go ahead. Like I said, the, with Doc Rivers, 100%, and uh, uh, B, they both messed up, you know, attacking your teammate. You know? And, of course, it, that has to be more behind the scenes than, than we see. Right, it has to be an ongoing thing. The reason why Ben Simmons does not want to shoot, you get me. Now, what if he goes on another team and does better on that team? That's because now they're focusing on him. He wants to be that guy, and in order to be that guy, you have to progress. And he's not going to be that guy with Joel and Embiid, you know, out out, out shining him. Mm. I, I wouldn't say Joel is outshining him. I think the Ben Simmons' best year was when he played the four. His best year was when he was playing power four position. He was, so that was, was that was 2019, right? Yeah. Or with Jimmy. So, with Jimmy, okay. This is the thing, though, right? The, the spaces on the floor that Ben Simmons is great at, Joel Embiid occupies, and he's better. So you, it's hard to make them mit, mit, like, mesh together because of the fact that they occupy the same space. Because Joel Embiid can shoot threes and stuff, but Doc wants him to get 15 and 20 shots on that low block. But Joel, but Ben Simmons needs the low block because he's not a good shooter. And I'm right. looking at the playoff stats right. now. They got what 10, 10 points a game, six re- six seven rebounds, nine assists, a steal, a block a game, and he's shooting sixty percent from the floor. He's shooting thirty three percent from the free throw line, but he's shooting sixty percent from the floor. He's he's trying to get. He's a high IQ guy. He knows if me being aggressive offensively offensively is going to hurt the team because I'm not on. So I'm going to get other guys going. Yeah, but in right. that okay, case, like, what I'm saying though is like Ben Simmons just wants to be that guy, and with being him being on Philly, he's not going to be that guy. Just for the simple fact, because think about it, right? When they both had drafted and beat and Simmons, right? Who who was projected to be the better player off rip? Ben. Ben. Ben was yeah. supposed to be the next yep. LeBron James, supposedly. Right, right, exactly. Yep, that's how right. it was always that he'll, he'll based, learn how to based, shoot. That was the, always based, the thing. Based on his playing style, but th- like this is people like to go off of these. The media, the no, media but, gives the, hold, hold on. The media gives these comparisons, but you have to watch the tape. Ben was never he never shot the ball at LSU like that at all, at all. Like it's not. It, this, it, is not it, this is not. No, but like, that's really. what I'm saying. That, that's I like that. It's not an excuse. And like that's what I'm saying. Now Embiid is. Embiid is actually doing everything that he wasn't doing his first year. Obviously, we've seen him progress from his first year to where he's at now, yes. right? And now it's more about Embiid. We need Embiid, to build around Embiid. Embiid was a dog and, when and, he was in ben college. Simmons, he got hurt. And, but Ben Simmons is, is taking hurt to that. He's taking hurt to that. He wants he wants to be that guy. He wants then he should learn how to shoot. I think, I, think, I think Ben Simmons is not selfish. He will, he puts the team first, but the problem is when Doc said that, he felt like he's not supported by the team no more. So he's a disgruntled employee. We all had jobs that we hated at one point in our life. 
Yeah. I think what, even what, 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 even if Ben Simmons was happy and playing great, I don't think they can win with They him. have a they have a like better they, Ben Simmons. They need to get a player that can play with Joel Embiid better for them to win a championship. So even if Ben Simmons wasn't being a baby right now, they would need to trade him. They, they would say, just be able I mean, they would be easier to trade him if he was happy. No, but it w- it would be easier to trade him if he was happy because then they they the team gets to dictate what they want to get for him. But now because he's not happy, they're trying they're asking for basically two max contract players from teams to get Ben Simmons. They know he's valuable, and they're not going to get it. And, and by not, the way, I just read something that the Philly owner just said that he's willing to keep Ben Simmons for his whole contract until he gets what he wants. Exactly. Yeah, so I would. I would too. I agree, CJ, I agree with the with the GM side, but I've also been a player, too. And I remember what it's like, like just being a college player. It's not the right. NBA, but you work to get to the professional drink so you can you can say, this is what I demand for my service. Ben Simmons has given you something. That's why you gave him the max contract. Uh, right, of course. He's an independent contractor at the end of the day. He's, he doesn't owe the team anything. No, no, no. So, so... So this so this is this is an interesting dynamic, right? I'll go. I agree. Doc Rivers and Joel, they shouldn't they should not have said that. You don't say that publicly. Players players and coaches lie to the media all the time. They should not have publicly said what they said. And I think that was I think that was a big deal. And I think that's one of the reasons why. Um, ben feels the way he feels about Doc, about about Joel during the offseason. Does Ben does Ben need to play better? One hundred percent. You talked about we talked about the play with the with Trey. Yeah, did he struggle? And in, in that series, he did struggle off, offensively. Offensively, he did struggle in that series. He's gonna have he's gonna have to be better, man. He's gonna have to be better. He's gonna have to be a better shooter. He's gonna have to improve his shot. To me, I feel like um, that dynamic could still work. I feel like it could still work because, again, you look at that. Um, I think Viz was trying to make the point. You look at their record together. It was pre- it was pretty good. It was pretty. Their record is it's pretty great. Actually. I think it's over sixty. They went over sixty nine percent. Oh my god! Damn, seventy percent of their games when they played together. Exactly. Exactly. So, but if they want to win a championship, he's gonna have he's gonna have to improve his shot. He's gonna have to improve his shot. He. I feel like he could still he could still be aggressive as a scorer as a slasher with Joel playing how he plays. He just has to. It's all mental. It's all mental. And again, I look at I look at Giannis. Bro, the bro, the crowd was doing countdown for Giannis every time he got on the free throw line. He would still drive and go to the basket. Why? Because he's confident. And, I think and, in, that, in, in that series against Atlanta, he lost all his confidence because and, you dunk that ball with Trey Young right there, bro. It don't matter. It doesn't matter what every time. What what your yeah. you dunk you dunk that basketball. You dunk because Trey Young is six six one. You're six ten. If he even if he fouls you, that's a dunk. That's an and one. Now if you miss the free throw, okay. No, but, I CJ, I all you said, I agree with. I think I put ownership on him not him having to be aggressive. Just be aggressive. Exactly. But if he don't feel support, because Doc, Doc is saying, one this in the same week in the media, he's saying we're playing Ben. Ben is our best option to win. 
then you say, I don't know if I can win a championship with them in the same week. Right. Exactly. That's where he that, messed that, up. Yeah. That throws things off. If you were going to support him, Phil Jackson ain't Paul Shaq. You playing through these. I don't care if you miss 100 free throws. Mm -hmm. Our best chances to win is with you on the court. You got to let them play through it. Take, take, the team should have taken to a sports psychologist. I think Rob Parker and Chris Broussard said that I agree with that as well. He needs to figure out there's something going on in his head why he's afraid to shoot the basketball. Because when, when he's like, practicing, we see him able to shoot the ball. Yeah, I don't like know. Markel, Markel Fultz on steroids right now. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, man. Um, yeah, it, it, it's well, I know what it is. It's, it's obviously mental. It's obviously mental. Um, it's just weird. It's weird. It's weird. I don't. It's like I don't know why he doesn't try to shoot at least in the regular season. I mean, that's that's the best time to try to get some confidence in your shot. But even without the shot, he should still be averaging twenty points. Easy, easy. He's a 6'10 point guard. He should be if – if a couple times, if Joel can shoot the ball, so he should be able to – he should be able – he could be able to space the floor a little bit, let let Ben at least get five to six he's, touches on he's the block. Right, he's right there at 20. He's averaging like 16 a game. Last year was a little step back because the doc changed things up a little bit. But he on average, he's averaging 16 a game. Take a couple more shots, man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You're Honestly, it should, it, should be it should be 20 plus. They should both be averaging twenty something plus. Yeah, the dude, in my the, opinion, I'm looking yeah, at a sixteen stat. is like not good. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. When it I think be Ben Simmons sixteen points per game, it has to be more. It and it's, it's more not like that. a coaching thing. It's like he just needs to be aggressive. Like he has the ball in his hands. It, yeah, yeah. Ben Simmons I, is, is he's he got he's a pass first mentality guy. So it's hard yeah. for guys like that to actually want to score. We've seen Rondo do it. He has, to be, he has to be better than he Rondo. Just, he, no, I'm yeah, saying, I'm yeah. just I'm just saying the mentality and the play style that he plays with. Right. We've seen those kind again. He's Drake, he's Draymond Green. He's Draymond Green, he's Rondo, he's those kind of style of players with a way okay. higher ceiling. Well, Draymond Green is the third best player on his team. Yeah, so. that's what I'm saying. No, I'm I'm again ben Simmons I'm not needs to be about, I'm not, arguably I'm not the talking best. about skill. I'm talking about just playing style. Yeah. Yeah, his playing style is his skill. I, I, his skill is worse. That's the I would, problem. I would, I would, I would offensively, hope. offensively, get, get, but that's yeah. that's such a huge part. Like, yeah, like no one questions his defense. Obviously, he's 6'10. Nobody questions hope. him facilitating the offense because he does it very well at a high clip. I would hope he doesn't shoot, but not being able to shoot affects the rest of the offense. We don't know if he can't shoot, he won't shoot. That's the difference. Won't shooting and not being able to two different things. Yeah, and that's, and that's the same, so the same weird. result that's, though. That's the same yeah, result, it's the same that's result. And, that's, and, that, and that's 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 such a that's what his makes him is such not, a yeah, go ahead, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say his stroke. If we when we see a stroke, it's not a bad stroke, it's not like it's tough for him to, to shoot the ball. Like Giannis' stroke doesn't look that good. Ben Simmons, when we seen him shoot, he has the ability to have a good stroke for a jump shot. He just does that's everything with him right now is mental. Yeah, man. Everything been, with him right now is mental. He's he's gonna have to he's he's gonna have to get that together, man. <laughs> Soon, soon. And I, to me, I feel like looking at yesterday, they said he spoke to the team and, you know, he spoke to Joel one-on-one -on -one and they had a discussion. And then Joel came out and this, the home opener last night, you know, before the game said, Ben's our brother, we stand by him. Tobias said something similar as well on Twitter. That's good. That's a good sign. Because going back to what you what you guys were, were kind of going into a little bit, um, earlier, when it comes down to the trade scenario, it me personally, if it's not for De'Aaron Fox or Lillard, 
I don't see anybody else out there, bro. That they that they should that they should accept that trade accept that trade for. It's not it's not going to be people saying CJ McCollum. That's the worst person you could get. That I would go. Is the, I would go for Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal wouldn't be. It would be an upgrade. It wouldn't be an upgrade offensively. It would be, be an upgrade, upgrade offensively, but you'll lose things getting him. But it'll kind of be more even towards an even trade off than getting CJ McCollum. We've already seen it for five, six years in Portland with, with, with McCullum. So, um, McCullum is a he's he's a liability. You, you don't want to have Seth Curry and CJ McCullum be a backcourt. No, no, not at all, not at all. And and that's and that's what I'm saying. Bill, yeah, Bill makes sense. Bill, yeah, okay. So I, I I forgot. I didn't even think about Bill. I would say Bill, De'Aaron Fox, and Lillard. Other than that, I'm not I'm not moving him. I'm not moving him. So all these people, all these people in the media talking about trade him, trade him, trade him, but then they never go to the next part, which is who are you trading for him? Who, who, who what's the trade look like? <laughs> they all say they yeah. all say trade him, trade him, trade him, but they never say okay. Oh, because he he doesn't have very high trade value right now. So it's you know I don't know if the why would like, I, think I don't he, think he I has, can't like when if you're the Kings, why would you trade De'Aaron Fox for Ben Simmons? So I'm just playing. I'll just play devil's advocate in this scenario. I I I agree, but I would say one, they have a they have a log jam at guard right now. They just drafted Davion Mitchell. They got Ty, Tyrese Halliburton, and they got healed plus Fox. And then and then again, but but this this is all. I'm not saying it from the from the from the Kings front office standpoint. I'm saying it from De'Aaron or Lillard don't want to be there anymore. No, yeah, yeah, dynamic. I get that. that. That's that's what I'm saying. Like yep. if they say I want out. Then you could you could try to you could okay you got two guys that we got two guys that want out that you know have a lot of upside that could could help. I mean, to me, the Kings they have a they have some solid guards. They have some solid guards, but they could use a big, a big versatile big, especially in the Western Conference. They yeah. could use the that. problem. The problem for the 76ers is that I could see those other teams trading with each other before they trade for Ben Simmons. That, that's because of the 76ers demand. Excuse me, fellas. That's the right. That's their demand because what they're asking for. If they have something reason, teams want Ben Simmons. What are they? What are they asking for? What two, two, three first rounders or something like that? Bro, they're asking basically for like I said, trading for a max contract, two max contract players, damn near. They're asking two, for, two max. Yeah, that that not, just doesn't not, sound not, realistic at all. Yeah, that, that's, ben that's Simmons not. isn't worth one max player. That's I can't not, say that. I would okay, I, I go, go one. I would go one. Yeah. But I don't know about two two max. That's... They're, at, they're asking for <laughs> max contract players in first round draft. If I'm other teams, you have to convince me why I should take Ben Simmons. Like, I don't think. But if that's, that's the, the if, then then they, they shouldn't. I mean, come on, bro. I mean, teams, then if. Teams want Ben not Simmons. Not for stars. I, like, Ben Simmons not a star right now to me. Until he f- fixes himself. I mean, like, I, I understand, like, why you guys love Ben Simmons. Like, obviously, I can see his potential. But until right. he actually becomes that, I can't be like, like, I would I would hate it paying Ben Simmons max money right now. Like, well, the thing is that just, if he becomes that, then they won't have they wouldn't trade him. 
Yeah. Exactly. No, <laughs> yeah, they, this, would, a... this would all go away if Ben Simmons was just living up to the hype. But right. he, I mean, to an extent. They would just be like championship contenders to year an in, extent, year out. He has. He has been all NBA. He's been a three-time All-Stars in four years. He is exceeding what his contract is. What he's accomplishing he's is saying that. Player. He's supposed to win a championship. That's not true because how many Mac players didn't win championships? So then I'll say this, right? Um, that's that. Those are good points. Those are good points by both of you guys. Those are good points. And then how I look at it is, he had a bad series. <laughs> that's it. I mean, he's still young. It's not like he's you know thirty I don't, years I don't old, know, dude. I don't know if it is it one bad series though, or is it just the playoffs are amplified and you just can't do the things you do in the regular season in the playoffs. Well, we said that about Giannis. Yeah, I mean, we said people. Said I mean, about, we've said it about LeBron back yeah, in that's what Dallas. I'm, that's what I'm saying. But, but we didn't like he's gonna have LeBron and be like, "Oh, it's okay. Like he's still great. Like you got to get better." He got better and won. No, Ben Simmons has to get better. People, no, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm not disagreeing with that. Demanding that Ben Simmons get better, but we're saying for people to just say he's a bum, he's not good, he doesn't. Tobias Harris has a max contract. He's not better than Ben Simmons at all. Like let's not let's not. Yeah, I yeah I can't let's yeah not I can't do that. Yeah, I can't disagree. He's with a max that. contract he's, player he's, too, and all summer we've been hearing Ben Simmons get dragged, but nobody says nothing about Tobias Harris. Yeah, bro, that, that's that's truth right there. That's truth right there. He, uh, I he, never he, said he, Tobias Harris is. I mean, I I also don't look at Tobias Harris as like a second best player on the team. I think he could be if they didn't have Ben Simmons and had another third really good player like Drew Holiday, but or something like that. Something right, something like that, right? Um, but you know. They changed. They changed their roster because, in all reality, just a couple of years ago, Jimmy Butler was the second best, second best score, second scoring option. It was MB, Jimmy, Tobias, and Ben. You figure it out. Yeah, they, that should that they should have kept. They should have kept. You give. You should have kept, kept Jimmy. That. You give. Yeah, Tobias. they should have kept Jimmy Butler and traded Ben Simmons. That's what they should have done. They, well, no, get rid, no, get rid of Tobias. I would have got rid of. Yeah, I would have got rid of Tobias. You gave Tobias max dollars. What has he done to get max dollars? Yeah, yeah. Either way, Ben Simmons would be a third option. But that's what he wants to be. He wants to facilitate. He wants to run. All, he want to be Magic Johnson, man. He doesn't want to be scoring well, thirty-eight. But if, but if he but if he wants to win a championship, he has to do more. Yeah, he, he has, has to be. I'm, he has I'm to not, be. I'm the, not negating that. He has to be. He has to be second. But it, it sounds maybe, like you're maybe okay one with B, him. maybe one B. It sounds like you're okay with him just being okay with not being good enough. No, I'm okay with him not being a primary scorer if he's doing other things and he can still get me 17 to 20 points. I can live with that. If we have another guy that can score as well. Yeah, I feel like to buy it. Okay. So so the 76ers basically have to acquire a player that's better than Ben Simmons. No, you have to to acquire a scorer. He he doesn't have to be better. He can just be a scorer of the basketball. Tobias was brought there to be a scorer of the basketball. He's not doing that in the playoffs, though. Yeah, Tobias has to step up as well. I, I completely agree with that. I mean, I don't really disagree with what any of you guys are saying. Um, I feel like we're all saying the same thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, just to wrap this up because this was this was good. This was good. A uh, good discussion. Yeah, I mean, Ben, I I think I think it could it, they could make amends and um, and figure this out because again, he still has four years left on that deal. That he signed, uh, I think a year ago, two years ago, that that kicked in last year. Um, so 
they, they have to that to me they gotta figure it out they gotta figure out because the asking price is crazy like Viz said and he's just gonna have to play better man he's, he's but I, I, res, I, I respect him right now just yeah, I res, yeah yeah right now right now i respect him for saying you know you want to take some time away get right mentally hopefully that mentally is uh Working on his working on his shot. Bro. Yeah, I'm getting I mean, in the like gym. Get, get, yeah. get in, get in, just being able to. I this is the thing. I just I just don't understand why um he just doesn't take the shots. I don't understand it. Not I don't before, understand. If, if Russell Westbrook is taking three pointers, you can take three pointers. It's the, to but me, they, it's like confidence. It's confident. The confidence different, is different mentalities. And we gotta yeah. remember, he's he's an international player. So I'm not. I don't. I'm, I'm not sure. I've never been to Australia. I don't understand how they come up and how they play basketball there. I know how to play basketball growing up in the Bronx. It's a little, our mentality is a little different. And even in Jersey, the mentality is different than probably in Australia. That's fine. I just yeah. can't, I just don't look at it as an excuse. Like, he needs to figure it's it not out. A, no, it's not an excuse. It's just, I, get what I just understand. Now. Basically, the word for Australian players sounds like soft. That would be the word. Well, he just, yeah, he just, he just got to, he got to be a, well, he got to, either way, he got to be a dog. He got to yeah. be a dog, man. And if but, you're not if you're not shooting a the ball, then you need then you need I need offensive rebounds, I need putbacks, I need all of that, bro. I need and, he, and that, he, he should still be able to get twenty without shooting. I think Doc needs. If I'm Doc, I'm gonna force him to score. I'm gonna call his number. Fuck, listen. I mean, the regular season, like you said, regular season. F that. We gonna Ben post him up. Ben, That's what I'm saying. Post. Yeah, because I thought they were gonna post do that. I thought they got rid of Brett Brown. I was like, all right, they brought in Doc. You know, Doc's. You know. Been around McGrady, yeah, but KG, Doc, Pete, Paul Pierce. Doc keeps saying we're gonna play through the big fella. That's cool. He could play through the big fella. He could get his number. Shaq, what Shaq's at? Twenty eight and twenty eight and 13, 28 and fifteen. Right. And B can get that in the sleep. It's not gonna take him many shots to get twenty eight points either, because you're gonna have to foul him a lot, and he's a good free throw shooter. Yes, yes. Yep. Twenty twenty five shots, and B's gonna get his. Ben, we need seven. We need at least seventeen shots from you. Seventeen to eighteen. He's taking twelve shots a game. He needs to take more shots. Yeah, it needs to be. It needs yeah. to be. Yeah, it needs it's to be. It's tough made. though when you want Ben Simmons in the paint like Joel Embiid's kind of already there. Yeah, and that, that was what I was getting to before. But you you can call his numbers at spots in the game. You can, and this Joel Embiid because of his injury history during the regular season, his, his playing time is limited to a certain extent. They're not going to play Joel Joel Embiid 39, 38 minutes a game. They're probably going to go between thirty five to thirty seven. Yeah. Well, the and most important spot, time is. The postseason when they play together his, for like yeah. 45 minutes his, his motor has to be because to me like all right because I, I i get that because I, I do want to move on right but i want to get i just want to say this to me they could still even though they could still be paint dominant players and still work that's three that's two paint and if you got three shooters that's still good math they just so, play old school they're the old school team in the league right and then we saw slow we it saw, down yeah, slow, and that's that's a, that's and that works in the postseason. I have but a question. Ben Ben Sim, Ben's motor, from a scoring standpoint, has to be has to match the defense the defensive motor that he plays with. If Absolutely. if those two align, to me, because again we're we're a Kawhi shot away from Eastern Conference Finals appearance, and then we're I mean then we're the blunder from because then we're the blunder in in Atlanta last year from another Eastern Conference Finals appearance. So it's like. It's not that they're not that far from getting there. So 
I, I, I got a question for you, CJ, and for Sean. Is it Sean? I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, nah, Teddy, Teddy's Teddy. Sean, Sean had Sean to leave. Left. Yeah, Sean my had to bad. leave. Shout out my Teddy. guy, Sean, man. So I have a question for both of you guys, right? Two things. Doc, if I'm Doc, I'm talking to the Memphis Grizzlies grit and grind coach because Marcus Soul and Zach Randolph was able to coexist. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that that's, that's Ben Simmons' game at all, but guys that, can, that need to use the paint to be more operable, and you have MB who can stretch the floor out a little bit more. They can find a way to use each other. Who's that? Who's their like, coach? Uh, Lionel Hollins, right? I think so. Yeah, I'm talking to him. And two, Ben Simmons, like you said, that motor. Ben Simmons, when he gets the ball, when he rebounds, or he gets the outlet pass on offense, he slows down a lot to let the offense catch up instead of just taking off and finishing like he should. Right. Exactly. So exactly. If, can, if they can, if Doc can do that, and Ben Simmons work on that, that's that's already another six to eight points for Ben Simmons. That's twenty right there. Yep. Yeah, and then I get the free, and we get the free throws down. Then yeah, and we're in, we're talking twenty five, easy. So, uh, hopefully they hopefully they figure that out. Hopefully they figure that out, man. Um, to me, I know a lot of Philly fans are, are done with the duo, but I still feel like they could they could still be be a dominant force and, and maybe get to a finals appearance man I, I still feel like that they're both of those guys are still under 27 uh so it's there it's just the chemistry has to be has to be back intact and i uh, like 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 we've been saying about ben man he does have to get better from a scoring standpoint all right let's look at the eastern conference uh outlook 2021 2022 season uh we'll start with teddy yeah, just give us your your top top ten teams um, in in the Eastern Conference. Who do you think is going to be in this uh, playoff slash playing uh, format this year? Um, how, how do you see it going down? I know we've seen, we've seen a couple teams play. We've seen all the teams play already um, in this first two game, first two days as the season started. A couple teams playing tonight as well. Uh, yeah, just give us your thoughts on who who you got in your uh, your top ten this year in the East. Okay, so we'll start at the top. The obvious top teams. Uh, Bucks, Nets, and now, I mean, after our last, like, 30 minutes of conversation, reluctantly, <laughs> the 76ers uh, you know, up in that tier. Um, the top two are very clear. And then you have you have this this middle of the pack with the Hawks, the Knicks, the Heat, uh, the Celtics, even though I'm not a huge believer in the Celtics. They, I don't think they, they really haven't made any big changes to what they do. They're basically mm. just relying on Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum to um, just get better. So I guess if they take another leap forward, so will the Celtics, we'll see. Um, and then the bottom tier, the, the eight through nine, uh, or maybe just, uh, I don't remember how many said, I think I have the Raptors left and I throw the Hornets in there because I, I love LaMelo Ball. He is a stud over there and they are just, you know, he, I, I might have him down for some other awards later on. Okay. Be determined. You know, we'll see. All right. Wow. Okay. Uh, Viz, what's your thoughts? What do you who, who you got in your top ten? I, I agree a lot with what said. The same. Um, upper echelon teams. Um, excuse me. Uh, Boston. I'm not Boston. Sorry about that. Sixers. Uh, Miami. I'm not not Miami. Sixers, Milwaukee, and Brooklyn. Those are the team right there. Sixers can possibly be either the upper echelon or just slightly above average team. They can vary on that. Next skill, Hawks, Knicks. Knicks might be pushing to that upper echelon. It might be a piece away. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm not <laughs> going to get to it. 
I'm not gonna get too. We could do a like, whole podcast on the Knicks right now, honestly. No, because a lot, a lot of the questions <laughs> that we had that we seen last year, and which is, and I'm a Knicks fan, but the questions we had for them in the playoffs last year that that wasn't answered this year, a lot of those things are being addressed. Yes, I watched. They made 10 threes before 10 before 10 minutes into the second quarter last last night. As a team, they shot 50. They shot what 40 percent from the three point, 42 percent from free, three point line, 50 percent from the four, and. 88 shots, 50 of them was threes. I can live with that all day. I can live with that. They still are playing. They still have that high-tempo defense. They're definitely going to be in the guys' faces all season. So if we can keep that going as a pattern and keep games close with teams that we that are just as good as us and blow teams out that are not even on our level, we'll be fine. Atlanta's definitely going to be in the mix. I don't know to what capacity. We got to see how things play out with guys. Um, I think Celtics might be might be – Look, depending on how they go, they might be a playing team. Celtics may be a playing team for mm. me. Um, who else did I, did I, I mention? Miami Heat, of course. Washington might be, may be an interesting team to watch. Yeah, I want to get your thoughts on I want to get Teddy's thoughts on Washington. Washington too, is right. an interesting team to watch. Chicago Bulls might be a team in the top four, might be a top four team too. They may be a top three team. I'm, Chicago is very interesting to watch as well. And then Hornets, I got them as a team that may be between five and eight, possibly playing. And that's pretty much the guys that stick out to me as I look at it. Indiana could be somewhere in the mix as well because Indiana is kind of – it's a weird dynamic there. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, I pretty much agree with the top tier with you guys. Milwaukee, Brooklyn, of course. Got it. I mean, they're, they're the champs. Brooklyn. Kyrie, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, top 75. I think I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think they need they they're gonna need him. They're gonna need Kyrie. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen with the situation and everything with the NYC mandate and things like that. That's a whole another debate, a whole another podcast we could do on that. But uh they should just trade his ass. It's gonna, I, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna it's, be tough. But I'll say from up. They need yeah. they kinda need him for certain things too. Like yeah. watching that 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 Milwaukee game, they needed they needed Kyrie for certain things in that game. I'll say in a for how they play, right? They play that five out D'Antoni style. Mm-hmm. Um I, ISO, if you double kick it out to the shooter type type game plan, they don't have a lot of size um and from from their bigs. Yeah. I don't think they need him. I think trade, they need, trade I think for they need Ben Simmons. I think there you go. If they, for Kyrie. Oh, that that's bro. I that be, honestly that would be a, probably a good fit for Ben Simmons because he literally would be the third best player. So, I honestly, you say that jokingly. I don't hate. No, that. I don't want to see. I'm, it. I'm <laughs> as a big fan. That. I'm good, bro. <laughs> I'm good. I don't want to see. I don't want to see that, man. As a Nick fan, but as a that's the most fan, realistic trade I've seen. Two nutcases for each other. Just switch them up. Listen, I mean, I I feel like they're going to need Kyrie from this, again, from the standpoint of how they play. Because their their play style, they do that ISO, they do that ISO, that five out. So the more great plays you have in that system, the better. And because the way they, because you go up, you go up against a team like Milwaukee, you got Middleton. Drew and Giannis, and and you have defense for that too. So say right, say, right. say if the best chemistry happens, right? Instead of Kevin Durant having to help with uh Blake Griffin, they had Jeff Green last year. You get to have 
Ben Simmons and Giannis go at it all game defensively. I can live with, and then that takes that lets Kevin Durant works on offense. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, if that if that were to happen, I, I mean, that's a good trade for. I, I would say for I would oh, say for both teams. Yes, yeah, I would absolutely. say for both teams. It would be a good it would be a good trade for both teams if that were to happen. Um, the, the the Nets would still have to change how they play just a little bit because Ben is not a, a shooter and they, it's kind of tough to do that five out style. They'd have to do yeah. a lot more pick and roll and things like that. Yeah, which, poor which, poor Nets. They have to win a championship with only James Harden and Kevin Durant. Yeah, I, yeah. Poor I mean, poor Nets. I don't feel. I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel bad for them in this well, slice. They they could also <laughs> go to the to the Dwight Howard style, four four out one in kind of thing with Ben Simmons and let him just kind of play that post area. And work things out from there too. Yeah, either yeah. I mean that. Well, yeah, if they get a guy like Ben, they're gonna have to make some adjustments. But it, I mean, mm-hmm. it, to me, it ultimately work for the better, um, just because of his versatility and like everything we talked about um, previously. So, uh, yeah, Brooklyn's Brooklyn's there. I'm just I'm just still right now until they get until if, if that trade happens or um, when if they get Kyrie back, I'm just skeptical about that that style winning a championship. Now I know. This is the best case scenario with that style because you have two of the greatest scorers of our generation, um, with 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 KD and Harden. So you know they could obviously, if anybody could definitely break that mold, it, it could be them. But we're gonna have to see. We're gonna have to see. I'm gonna have to see how that plays out in in, in, the, in the postseason. But you know they're still gonna be a top team because they're talented because of those two guys. Milwaukee, they're the champs. Uh, you know they, you know Miami clapped them the other night, but. They're still, they're still gonna, they're still gonna be a good team. They're still gonna be a great team, off of how they play. I didn't think they, I don't think they had Drew Holiday or Lopez, so they missed some, they missed some guys against Miami. So uh, that was, that was a tough one. But they're still, they're still a great team. Sixers again, uh, even, even without Ben, I think in the regular season, they're, they're still gonna win a lot of games. But in the postseason, I think they, they lose a lot of that versatility if they were to move on from Ben, which I personally, I, I'm, I don't really see happening. Um, so I, I, I expect Ben to be there. So they're, they're still going to be a re- they're still going to be a great team. Those are the top three teams in, in the East for me. And then yeah, that second tier you got Miami, Chicago, and I'm, I'm of course I got the Knicks. I got the Knicks. You're gonna say you got to say New York. Of course, of course, of course, man. Um, to me, again, you know, adding adding Kemba. You know, you're not asking Kemba to, to do what he did in Charlotte. You're not asking Kemba to do what he did in, on the Celtics. Uh, I wasn't aware of that deal that we weren't asking him to do that. Just, I just wanted to say that. Well, I, I thought, I thought he was gonna be like the ball handler. No, and, he, uh, he, de- he definitely is. Well, he definitely doesn't seem like it because he's only taking like five shots a game and getting like no assists. I need him to be getting like twenty and like. You, seven. But you know what it is though, because he's splitting time with Derrick Rose. So Derek Rose, him and Derek Rose are splitting that responsibility. That's a really then, shitty excuse. It's not. Nah. It's, the, it's not. A, you're saying it's an excuse, but this is the way Tibbs want to run his offense. I, I, well, I, and, and, that, well, Julius Randle is the primary ball handler. If we being real, that's going to be a problem. Yeah, I think that's a problem. I don't think it's a problem. I don't think it's a problem because one, one, um, last year in the playoffs, it was just it was just Randle. That was it. I mean, Alfred Payton and Reggie and Reggie Bullock, they ride the bench on their teams now. And those were the starters in the, on the playoffs for the Knicks. They go to and, we had, and we had no perimeter <laughs> scoring. We had no perimeter scoring. Mitchell Robinson was not even playing. Like we had well, nothing. Oh yeah. I was, I was I, I was I, we are definitely better 
I just like I feel like Evan Fournier is like our second best player now, and I feel like it should become a Walker. Like I just don't think he's being utilized. Correctly. I think I think because of the one one we got to take into factor of of his of that knee. That knee is uh, uh apparently he has arth- arthritis in that in that left knee. It's a factor, bro. It's a factor. You can't expect him to be Charlotte it's, Charlotte it's, Kemba, bro. It's not. It's, it's going to be different. I feel like they, I feel like it's Julius. Is going to be obviously the primary score, and I feel like we have a lot of other guys that could get ten plus a night. I think that's that's better for us. Right I think now. I think Evans going to be our second leading scorer. Evans going to absolutely is. He's going to be our second leading scorer, and RJ is going to be at that third spot as usual. Um, and ideally, gonna, RJ would be our second scorer. If he ideally, yeah, but I think I think RJ and he stepped up last year. He went from I think fourteen points to seventeen, almost eighteen a game. Yeah. Yeah. I think he yeah, may he's make out to get that twenty clip. He's gonna get that. Obi Toppin has been stepping up a lot. I like I like what I've been seeing from him. Could, could be then, MIP. Could be MIP, Ale- man. Alec Burks, Alec Burks, we know for him, he's just reliable. So it may be ten, it may be twelve, it may be twenty-eight, it may be thirty-two. But Alec Burks, if we get him going, he's gonna be a reliable guy for us. Kemba, that knee and his size at his age, his he's not he's not as fast as he used to be. How old is so, he now? He's Kemba's. I think like he's 30, 30, 30, 30, 32, 30, 30, 32. Yeah, 30, yeah. I just thought we were getting more out of him, and you know, the first game, the second game. He's gonna have. He's gonna have games like. He's gonna have games like that. He's gonna have those games. But to me, I'd rather have uh, a collection of guys that could get buckets. Like yeah. everybody, you could name. You could name right now about seven, eight guys that could get you ten plus. Yeah, on the team. but and I, I'd just, rather have that than just solely focusing on Kemba. Yeah, you know what I mean. My realization yeah. is just that I thought like we got Kemba, I thought we got our point guard, and now going forward, we still need a point guard. Like I'll, it, that, I'll, that that hasn't been filled. Like Derek Rose and Kemba Walker. Like I know we're far away from a championship, but that's not a that's not good enough. I'll take Derek, I'll take Kemba Walker and Derek and Derek Rose in twenty four minutes apiece. Yeah, Derek. We gotta remember Derek. For now, Derek Rose yeah. was a couple of votes away from being six man of the year last year. Like it's not yeah. like it's a tremendous downgrade of having Derek Rose as a backup point guard. And also, um, damn, I forgot what I was about. To say. Also, you saw Obi, you saw Obi Toppin quickly, quickly, uh, and quick, quickly hit like what four threes last night. Yep. Um, and it was with Kemba, Kemba, even though he may not be getting the the assist, he had eight rebounds last night. I'll take that. The guy is barely six foot tall. I'll I just, this guy. he's not that the, the, My problem is more that uh, it's like Kemba Walker is like a Mario Chalmers on the Heat, and we are missing the LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. We have a Chris Bosh. Who's a Chris Bosh? Randall. Come on, come on. <laughs> he, he's a little better. He's a little better. Come on, come on. Well, come on, bro. Chris Bosh, Chris Bosh in Toronto. Well, come obviously, on. when you're surrounded by, if Julius Randall played with LeBron James and Dwayne Wade, his numbers would suck. I mean, I mean, but to me, Randall, would you think Randall is better than Toronto Chris Bosh? I think they're right there. I think they're right I, there. I think it's yeah. I think it's right His there. Playmaking is better. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I mean, I've, I'm you asking it. I mean, come on, you asking Nick fan, right? <laughs> it's like, it, but, but but I don't know. I don't know Randall shit. He's <laughs> he's to me. Randall, Randall, Randall is a glorified Lake David Lee kind of guy. 
but that could do more. That's, that's a little Lee? more blasphemy than me saying yeah, Chris Bosh. I, I, I wouldn't go that far either. I would I, say, no, look, I would say I, glorify maybe maybe Zach Randolph, more athletic yeah, Zach Randolph. I'll go with that. Yeah, I was, I was comparing him to a former Nick because you know David oh, okay. Lee kind of did everything for us too, but he would just. But I would say Julius Randle is more athletic and more gifted than him as a player. I, I think he could. I think he could be. I don't know if he's going to be a, a number one option on a championship team. I don't know, man. He will not. No, he wouldn't be. He probably be second, I third. I mean, third. I think on on a, on a really solid team oh. for a championship, he'll be third. No, he could be a second best player. He could be. A yeah, I think he could be a sec- I think he could be a second best player on on, on a championship. Yeah, he's team. better than Chris Middleton. Like, I think. Yeah, yeah. He, to me, we'll see, man. He's only twenty six. He's still well in his prime. He's getting better every single year. So, I don't want to put. I don't want to put a cap on, on on Randall right now. At this uh, at this point, he is playing time, great great basketball. At this point in time, he's averaging thirty five a game, seven boards. Four okay, well, well, two games. I'm just, I'm just saying as because remember it was a lot. He was a person too. Had a lot of question marks after after the playoffs last year. He came back and he said, "It's not no question marks. I'm here to show y'all. I'm we're gonna see what happens in the playoffs." But I like how he's responded in these first two games off the off of the uh, playoff blunder. I would say. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, they have a better team. They got a better team around them too. Again, Alpha Payton. I, I was watching the Suns Laker game. Alpha Payton didn't even start see the court. Oh, and yeah, absolutely. And let me correct myself. <laughs> he's averaging, he's averaging right now 35, 11 rebounds and ten assists in two games. Hey, I mean, I, that's that's what I expect. I mean, not maybe not to that extent. The turnovers but, is high though. That was what it was. He has averaging seven turn. He's got to get those turnovers now. Yeah, I mean, I'm expecting around you know 25, 10, and six. I'm expecting you know to him him to do what he did last year. Um, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit more in the points per se, because um, it's just more around him, and you can't just double him the whole time. So you could get more one on one looks for him to score. So I'm expecting him to have another great season. Uh, we we've, we've bolstered up our, our perimeter score because last year, remember, we, yes. were, we were we were very heavy in the front court area. We didn't have perimeter scoring at all. Shock, yeah, we didn't have perimeter, yeah, exactly. Perimeter scoring, exactly. We had, we had, we had okay perimeter shooting, but we didn't, have, we didn't have great perimeter scoring, exactly. And I think Adam Fournier, Kimba, uh, Ro, you're not asking Rose to be the you know the second yeah. best and player. And Derrick Rose still was saying it was not getting down with threes last night. I mean, literally, yeah. our defense is our, our deep. We, we beat these guys, we've been up, we was up what 20 plus the whole game after the second quarter. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and uh, and before before we move on to the um because I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna talk about some of these other teams in the East. Um X Factor is gonna be Obi and Mitchell Robinson. I agree. Well, it's more more Mitch than any one of those is just staying healthy. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, exactly. If if, if Robinson, Robinson can stay healthy, man. I hope Mitchell isn't still only playing twenty minutes a game because that was pretty absurd last year. I don't or think the year he before. Is. He better be playing normal minutes. Like. Oh, he got a lot stronger. I think he's two eighty now, uh, two seventy five, okay. something like that. He got a lot bigger, which I like. So yeah, yeah well, he's been gotta, sitting on his ass for like eight months. So yeah, yeah, you got to be able to bang. Got to be able to bang. Got Embiid, Giannis. Got those guys in in, in the paint that yep. you got mm-hmm. that you got to see every night. And they, and if you get in, in any chance, because you know anything is possible in the NBA. The Heat made it to the finals in the bubble year. Say we make it to the finals, you got to bang with the Aitons, the 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 Anthony Davises, Andy, the DJs Jokic, of the world, right? Jokic and those guys, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So yeah, I mean, I'm glad he, he put some size on, um, because it's, it's important. And then Obi, man, Obi's looking like he's made a made a big jump. 
made a big jump. He's been able to space the floor. I want to see him work on his free throws a little bit more. Um, but, you know, his, his ability to run the floor, I think now they have more pace. They're starting to see him now when he runs the floor. It's great. It's great. I'm really – I like this team right now. Um, but, yeah, I like Chicago as well. Chicago looks really good. I watched them last night uh, against the Pelicans. The, to me, the Pelicans are, are going to be the, 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 the saddest franchise. Uh, <laughs> Zion, then, Zion didn't play last night, correct? <laughs> Nah, bro. Zion, man. Oh, Mitch, means, bro. Just, just Mitchell played twenty eight <sighs> minutes last night. Almost twenty eight minutes last night. Almost thirty. To me, bro, the Pelicans. Oh, man, I feel. I feel. We'll, 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 get, we'll get to the Pelicans though. But I, I like. Yeah. I think the Bi is going to have a hell. He's going to have a hell of a year, but he's not going to have any support. Right. Yeah. He's going. Right. I think him and him and uh him and Zion. Zion and Graham. Yeah, yeah Graham's a bucket. Yeah, Graham's a bucket. Yeah, but he's gonna. They're gonna be. They're gonna. They're gonna have a lot of points. They're gonna score, and the stats are gonna be good. But I don't think they're gonna win a lot. Uh, but yeah, Chicago. They look. They look good. Um, DeRozan and Chicago's a dark horse team for me, man. Sure, sure, for sure, for sure. Um, I want to see that. I want to see how their bench plays a little bit. I know. I know they don't have Kobe White right now with the shoulder. I think when he gets back into the fold, he can kind of be that he's six yard. He's like sharp. You said sharpshooter. Yeah, he's a sharp. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's nice. He's a he's definitely a bucket for sure. And um, I think that that him and Caruso off the bench is definitely a nice dynamic. I'm looking forward to seeing. Lonzo looks very happy there. Triple double from him last night. Yep, yep. Seventeen. Yep, seventeen, ten, and ten. Look great. Uh, Zach Levine's taking that next step. You know, he's definitely taking that next step, trying to put himself in in that in that category. As being, I think he know, had what thirty two last night. Thirty-two, yeah, he's 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 an he's an elite scorer, elite scorer. Yeah, he he really came out of I feel like nowhere, man. Like the last two years, like he went from just a guy that was good a at to yep. a superstar like overnight. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and you're not gonna lose games when you got Lonzo giving you seventeen, ten, and ten, twenty-six. Oh, they'll probably be in the top five like three-point shooting teams in the league. Yeah. I'd say I'm some, they might they might be a top three team like in the East period. They might they might bump the Sixers if the Sixers struggle. They'll have to be worried about Chicago. You got Vucevic who's who's a solid guy. Patrick Williams okay, but you, that Levine, DeRozan, Alonzo Bolts, and then you got Kobe White in the, in, the, in the mix with that. That's a lot yep. to deal with, man. Yeah, they're All gonna right. be good. They're gonna be really good. Um, Atlanta, they're they're gonna be really good as well. Uh, it's still gonna to me. It's gonna come down to their wings. That's Cam. Who, who's gonna who's gonna step up between Cam and Hunter or Hunter? Yeah, those gonna have to be those two. One of those two. Kevin guys. Herter. Kevin Herter. But yeah, I, I, to me, he's kind of played. He's kind of in his role already. Um, he could he could emerge and be be a be a third third guy. Yeah, they're definitely counting on Cam and Hunter though. To one of yeah. those guys yeah. to be a, a guy. Cause, exactly. Because who's who's really? I mean, you could say. You could say Collins is he's definitely the second guy, best player right now, but he's player. not good enough. Right, right. It's gonna it's gonna have to come down. It's gonna they're gonna need a wing player. They're gonna need another wing player, like we just said, to be that. That's gonna have to be their big three um, on that team, and then Capella, you know, figure everything out in the middle as the anchor. Uh, but they look they they look solid. They, they still look solid. They're gonna be a good team. They got a defensive minded head coach similar to like New York has. So they're gonna be in games. I think you would hope Trey makes that next step as well. I think the Knicks in Atlanta are gonna be battling it out for that. Like kind of how my the Knicks in Miami used to battle it out in the late late nineties. That's what this is gonna be for a couple of years to come. 
I, I would love to see it. I would love to see it, man. Hopefully, uh, the Knicks come out come out on top in, the, in most of the most of the series matchups. But no, I, I, I would. Yeah. Of course, I want that too. I just because because <laughs> is Atl- just a little bit younger. Just a little. It's bit. nice to have yeah. a team to to hate. I definitely hate the Hawks after last week. <laughs> oh yeah. no, absolutely, absolutely. Nice. And it's nice, nice. to just it's nice. I know we we're not talking about the Knicks right. Now. It's just nice to not have Nick drama. It's like it just feels so good for every team to be like in shambles, and the Knicks are just like coasting for right now. Yeah, especially the Nets, especially the Nets being in shambles. Shout out Leon Rose, man! Wow. Yeah, and I'm looking at the I'm looking at Atlanta's game from the other night. Christos Porzingis is still. I know we ain't talking about the West, but things we said last year is the same thing this year. Yeah, same same thing. Um, The Hornets, big fan of Lamelo, big fan of Miles Bridges. Uh, big big fan of him, man. I think his his upside is really unlimited, man. With his athletic ability, out of the shot, uh, Lamelo, man. Uh, to me, I feel like Lamelo. The scoring is not going to be to where we would hope it would be right now because Rozier is still there. Rozier is still a really good score, really you know, really good player. Uh, but I think in due time, uh, Gordon Hayward as well still there. He's still a bucket. Uh, you know, those he just has to stay healthy. I think Kelly Kelly Oubre they picked up sneaky pickup. Uh, in the off season, T- just to me again, they don't have they don't have an anchor defensively. Watching them play the last these last two games, they still give up a lot of points. They still turn the ball over way too much, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why. To me, they're they're either going to make it or be a be like a lower level playing team uh, because of the turnovers and and their defense, their perimeter defense. They just they, they don't have a guy in the middle. I mean, they 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 got Plumley, and you know. P.J. Washington is kind of like a, a small ball five, but I don't think that's enough for them. They're going to need more big bodies, especially when you go up against these guys that we talked about. Eastern Conference, Miami. Yeah, Miami looks good. Tyler Hero. I mean, if he could be a third best player on the team, then that, I mean, the, the sky's the limit for them. Obviously, Bam and Jimmy are the guys right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but Tyler continuing to make that step year three. Uh, you know, spoke very highly of himself about, you know, being in the upper echelon of the young players on the rise. So, you know, if he could continue to prove that, I think they're going to be in a great spot. Kyle Lowry, can't, you can't ask Kyle Lowry to be Toronto Raptor, Kyle Lowry. Um, Not at this gonna, point, no. Yeah, exactly. He's getting older. He doesn't have to be. Exactly. He doesn't have to be. Exactly. Um, only ask that pick and roll with ben, that pick and roll he ran with Pascal, just run that with Ben. You're going to be fine. 100%. 100%. 100%. And um, I think, I think it's, they 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 look good. They look they got good. A nice, they got a nice little roster. You got a so you got Tyler PJ, Jimmy, Dan, Tucker, PJ Tucker, Marquise, yes, Marquise Morris. That's that's two tough guys right there. Exactly. You, you, those are guys you want you want to be in a foxhole with Duncan Robinson. Hopefully he can make it, uh, some steps, even though he's a role guy, but still make a, a few more steps to get a little bit more consistent. And again, the sleeper if he could stay healthy. Oladipo, if he yeah. could stay healthy, man. I, I mean, I know he got the quad. Ever since he heard his quad, it's been. It's been a downward trajectory, but if he could just stay healthy, man, he could be a very key piece for them down the road. So um, I like I like the Heat. The Heat look really good. You know they're gonna play that zone, um, so it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough to, uh, for them. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough for teams to stop them. We see who else we got here. Wizards. I mean, it's they're sneaky, man. They're, they're kind of like they could, they could be a playing team, or they could be a six or seven seed too. So it's really don't no way. What did they get better at? They they their rosters gotten better. They have they have more depth. They have more they depth. Have more depth. Yeah, they do who, have more depth. Who they get? They have. Uh, well, they got so Kuzma. They Kuzma. They oh. have 
Not just Kuzma though. You have you got you got former six man of the year, uh uh Montrose Harrell. Montrose Harrell. I thought didn't Harrell didn't really win it too. Montrose Harrell's there. So they took all the like the bad pieces off of the Lakers and Montrose Harrell wasn't a bad piece. They didn't play him. They was playing yeah, well, that, yeah, Montrez. I agree. That was that was stupid. You should have played Montrez more than you played uh, Marcus Sol. I'm like, I don't know what, what made them think that Marcus Sol was the answer. Marcus Sol had like a couple sick highlight passes to LeBron early on, and they were like, "This guy's got to play. This guy's got to play." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I, yeah, Washington is two and zero right now, actually, as we speak. Yeah, Washington's two and zero. Their defense still, I still see some some flaws. Uh, give a lot of credit the guy they brought in, Wes Unsell Jr. Uh, mm-hmm. to be their to be their head coach. Um, Tommy Shepard, yes. exactly. I mean, if, if Beal wants, you know, the respect he probably wants, I mean, I think the expectation should be at least making the playoffs. You know, if you're that great, I mean, he was probably the scoring champ last year, right? Or yes, right there, yeah, he was. So, uh, yeah, he I was, mean, yeah. you know, you gotta you gotta be able to get your team to the playoffs. We, we, we forgot a guy that got Spencer Dinwiddie too. So Spencer Dinwiddie and Bradley, but that's, that's not a bad backcourt. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah, Spencer, yeah, Spencer and Brad. I like that. I like that duo a lot. I like that. I like that. And then you got a uh, what's his name? What's a dude named Thomas Bryan is not a bad player. That's playing Thomas Bryan for them. Yeah, he's, he's he was still... hurt last year. He's he's back this year. I would think. Well, not back officially yet, but he's yeah, not yet. I, he was my last pick in fantasy, and he hasn't played yet. Yeah, like, he's still coming. Yeah, he's coming off the ACL. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they they, they uh, extended Gafford, solid yeah. big, kind of do a little. They bit got of it, they got Aaron Holiday, Drew Holiday's brother, who's a decent player. Yeah, so they got some. They got they got Brad KCP, KCP. But yeah, yeah. They, they got Bill, Dinwiddie, and then a lot of a lot of guys. So okay. we're gonna like just a lot, a lot of they don't have any like big three or anything like that. Um, but I mean they're they're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be in the mix. They're not gonna be just an easy you know gonna blow this team out every single night. It's not gonna be like that. Um, you're gonna have to definitely be able to play some defense and, and lock up. Uh, so yeah, I like I like the Wizards, and I'm honestly I'm not sleeping on the Raptors, man. Not sleeping on the Raptors. I'm not. Pascal, Pascal not, should be back. Yeah, he's not back yet, though. Yeah, when he gets back, Scotty Barnes. A lot of people was like, "Why didn't they go with Jalen Suggs, Toronto?" But they took they took Scotty Barnes. Precious Precious Ochoa impressed me from what I've seen from him last night, fifteen and fifteen. Yeah. Uh, they had the two forwards they had playing, even though Pascal wasn't playing, played pretty well. Even in, the, I think they lost, but they still played pretty well. No, they beat, they, beat, they beat Toronto. I mean, they beat the Celtics. They beat the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they clapped Definitely the Celtics. Celtics. Yeah, they clapped the Celtics. Um, yeah, I think when Siakam comes back, Van Vliet could be more of that, um, that primary guard, no more Lowry. So he kind of gets more of the, the scoring option, not feel like he kind of has to look over his shoulder a little bit. Um, he gets he gets more opportunities on offense. Scotty Barnes, man, if he could be that he could be, if he could be that third guy and then eventually maybe the second, maybe the first, they're probably hoping to be the number one option soon, maybe in a couple of years or so. I think that's that's a good look. That's a good look, man. He definitely improved on his shot. He looked he looked great last night on the road against Boston. Uh, if he could continue to improve that, yeah, he's 20, gonna be good. Twenty five and thirteen. You can't ask for nothing more. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. need that. I mean, they looked at they looked at them winning the championship with, Ka, with with Kawhi, and they feel like you know they need they need a forward. So they they took the forward over the guard. With with upside with versatility, mm-hmm. and um, we'll, we'll we'll see how it plays out. Um, I think I think that was a great pick by them. Um, I, I'm not I'm not sleeping on them. I got them as my uh, on my top ten as well, and then I got the Celtics too. Um, yeah, they didn't. I mean, Emei uh, Udoka, new head coach. I think they're still trying to figure it out. They have a couple guys. Obviously, JT and JB are going to be the guys for them. 
Um, but, you know, they're not great playmakers and they don't really have a playmaking point guard to kind of set those guys up. So those guys are kind of have to be uh, playmaking wings. It's a lot of isolation basketball and not so much free motion and free flow on offense. Right. Yeah. They're going to need a they're going to need a true point guard or a playmaker or something like that to kind of. Uh, yeah, exactly. Create options, create better buckets for those two guys. If not, those guys are going to have to be the guys on top of being the top scorers every night. So we'll, we'll see what happens with, with the Celtics. But I still have them as a top 10 team, of course. They still have, they have two talented forwards. And lastly, um, I think I, I said, I said, oh, and then the other team I had here was, was the Pacers too. I mean, no Levert right now. Um, He's he's he, he could you know he has a lot of upside he has a lot of upside but he has to stay he has to stay healthy I know the situation that happened and you know that's, that's such a that was tough so hopefully he could come back and um and help Sabonis Miles Turner had a great night last night against the Wizards but ultimately they lost in overtime they're gonna need him to step up Sabonis has, has been a, a great player for them ever since they did that trade for with OKC uh, just again Rick Carlisle's there but defensively they still have they still need a lot of work so I got the Pacers and the Hornets kind of like that. I got him. I got him at ten, like like uh, they both. Either one of those teams could could be the top ten team, but I feel like I, they do the I, same. They do the same things, and their flaws are similar. So yeah, I, I want to see Malcolm Brog. What what happens with Malcolm Brogdon and Karis Levert actually on the perimeter? I think that they can do some things. Yeah, that'll I, make I, it interesting. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure to see how that dynamic plays out too. They gave they gave Brogdon the extension, and then um. Chris Dorte too, their their rookie that they drafted. He's a bucket. Yep. He's a bucket. He could definitely score. So, uh, so the East the East has gotten significantly better. And, I think uh, I think Jeremy and Jeremy Lamb kind of plateaued as a player. You know what you're getting from him. So right, uh, Tory Craig is a solid pickup as well. Right, exactly. Yeah, they got they got some guys. They got some guys, man. Um, but yeah, overall the East definitely got a lot better, and I think it's going to be set up for for a really good season in, in that conference. All right, and um, before we get to the NBA awards, let's uh, talk about the Western Conference. Cream of the crop, obviously in the A. Uh, I'll start with I'll start with, with Viz, and then go with Teddy. Uh, who's going to be your top ten teams in the Western Conference? In the West, uh, I think it's pretty standard Lakers, for sure. Um, I'm going to go. What's, Sun- your, what's your thoughts on the Lakers right now? These first two games. What, what do you? What do you? I mean? think they're they're going to have to figure it out. I think that that the dreaded thing that LeBron gets blamed for a lot of people getting traded may happen at some point in the season. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if the White <laughs> the Westbrook I, I, curse. I don't know if Westbrook stays. I don't think he's going to get traded, but Westbrook may not stay. The White Howard possibly they'll figure it out. That I don't think the thing with him and Anthony Davis is that deep. Okay. But um. If if it does happen, Dwight Howard will be the one that goes out the door, and I think that for them to, <laughs> to be efficient as a team, I really think Rush needs to just come to pull the Manu Ginobili and put his pride aside. But this is the man of the year, man. Come off the bench, run a second wow. unit, run a second unit, because you can run you can run them how you play. They'll have two styles of play. It's the Westbrook style of play, and then the LeBron AD style of play with the starters, and it'll, it'll be really efficient because it's going to throw teams off because they're two different dynamics. But, um, Westbrook off the bench, not because he's not a good, he's not a starter. He want you, you're still going to get an individual accomplishment by being a six man of the year. You can still be be an all star and all of those things, being a six man of the year candidate. I mean, I, oh yeah, go keep yeah keep keep going. We'll we'll, we'll decide what's we'll slickers after. Yeah, that. I think I just think Rondo helps what they do as starters because he's he's already played with them and he doesn't need the ball as much. 
Right. Especially when that first game we seen LeBron like hit his first nine shots in a row. We knew what kind of night LeBron was having. Westbrook, you just got to step back this game. And I, and I don't know if that registered then, but Utah, uh, the Lakers, Denver, Phoenix, um, who's there? It's there. The Warriors. I'm interested to see how it plays out for them. Dallas is going to be a top ten team. Portland, of course. Uh, who else do we have? Oklahoma City may be. Yeah, they'll, they'll be there. Probably a playing team, but I like okay, what they have going on there. Over Minnesota? I don't think over Minnesota. Okay. I said they'll be a playing team, but Minnesota definitely. Minnesota has made steps forward. I just, I'm, I'm just curious to see what happens with them because Minnesota, they'll, they'll have starts where they're good. And then they'll just plumb and not be as good for us a long period of time. No, that's true. That's facts. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm interested interested to see what happens with Sacramento. I don't like uh, Luke on as a coach, honestly, but I think that they have some pieces there that they can be a playoff team as well or a play-in team. New Orleans, I don't see anything happening for. Memphis, I, def- I forgot Memphis. Memphis, definitely something for. Clippers, I don't know. Mm. I really like. I think there'll be a playoff team, but to what capacity without Kawhi, I have no idea. Wait, Kawhi's out now. Well, yeah, partially torn, partially torn ACL. Uh, probably be back March. Yep. Marchish. He's gonna be missed like half the season. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean that's nothing new, Mister Load Management over there. Yeah, yeah. that's it's, it's tricky, man. Tricky. Who um, even knows if he's actually hurt? He could just be load management early on, <laughs> coming coming halfway through the year. Houston Rockets, I like I like the, the young players that they have there, but I don't know if they're a playoff team either. So, or even a playing team, I'll have to see as the, the season progresses. All right, all right, uh, Teddy, what's your thought? Who's your top ten teams in the Western Conference right now? All right, I'll leave the Clippers in here, even though Kawhi is out because they're probably still good enough. But so the Clippers, I have the Lakers in there, obviously. Utah Nuggets, Suns, all obvious. Mavericks are going to be in there. The Warriors are going to be in there. Um, so that, that's probably my top eight. The Blazers are in there, I think. Uh, and then my two or two or three, uh, play in teams, definitely the T wolves. I think they will be in the discussion. I think the Kings will be in the discussion. They have a lot of young guys. I expect to continue to get better. Um, and then Memphis, I forgot about Memphis. So Memphis will be in the discussion too. Um, so that, those are my top ones. All right, for me. Oh, now what's your, what's your thoughts on the Lakers right now? These first two games, Westbrook dynamic. Uh, I know Vince just said Westbrook maybe should come off the bench and and um, for a different type of uh, play style for them. Two different yeah. play styles on the team. What's your thoughts on that? I never thought it was a good idea to get him in the first place. That was exactly what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> it's not you. Uh, you don't want a ball dominant point guard that can't shoot next to LeBron. So it's just obviously not ideal. I'm sure they'll figure it out. Um, I don't. I don't think they're going to trade them. I think they'll figure it out the best they can. But I don't think that team is going to be um, a world beater with Westbrook in that starting lineup. And I think I might have to re- take that back, Ted, because I don't think him and Melo can work in the second unit as well. We've seen them play together, and that wasn't the best either. So I don't even know. How that works? Melo would be better off in the starting lineup than. I think I think Melo should be playing the four, and Anthony Davis should be playing a five. But yeah, Anthony Davis is reluctant to want to play the five for whatever reason. Because he's soft. That's true. <laughs> hey, I mean, listen, um, 
I'm right there. I tweeted it out yesterday. I said AD should play the five so they can have more spacing out there. Because when you when you do that, when you have that big lineup with Westbrook, AD, LeBron, and and DeAndre, uh, it's just like, not where enough. Where are the shooters? Yeah, right. Exactly. It's not enough shooting. You're expecting LeBron to be the marksman and AD to be the marksman in that lineup, and that's just not their game. Um, so AD, I, I would I'm like, yo, bro, if you want to win a championship, another one. <laughs> You're gonna you're gonna have a to a real one. Hey, get the you get some people. Some people say that uh, <laughs> you're gonna have to play the five. You're gonna have to play a center, and and you got you got to play the whole season. You got you got to show because yeah, not of course. Anthony Davis has been he hasn't been durable. He's been soft, and and Ted makes a good point. I, I'm not knocking the the bubble championship. This championship means a championship. It what the the. the they didn't choose to be in the bubble. It's what the right. world was. Right. But right. Anthony, you, the world shut down. You had about a month, two months to like kind of recover mm-hmm. to play basketball again. You've never played the whole season through to win a championship. Not so you got to play all eighty-two games, but you've never played all right full season playoffs championship. You don't. Your body doesn't know that grind, and you need to do. You need to get used to it. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he put on some weight. Um, reported he was reported that he put on some weight, some some more mass to be able to bang down there with those bigger, with those bigger guys, and those centers and, and, and larger power forwards. So, uh, we'll see. How, we'll see how that plays out. But yeah, I definitely feel like he he needs to play center. Uh, they have they still have some guys out. Tht Ariza's out with the foot injury. Kendrick Nunn's out with the knee. Um, Ariza's another guy I think that can play that can start for them as well at that four position. Or at the three and put LeBron to the four. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah, I, I feel yeah, exactly. Yeah, either either one of those guys, they're gonna need some versatility on defense. They don't really have a true wing defender. Um, you just can't ask LeBron right now at this stage in his career to be uh, a lockdown a lockdown defender throughout the regular season and and a lockdown. Pr- Defender <laughs> in the postseason. I mean, it's just too much. It's too much. Mileage. And then do all the scoring and all right, the exactly, on yeah. right on top of everything. Yeah, exactly, on top of everything else. It's just and all the rebounding much. and yeah, it's too much. It's too much right now. Um, in the regular season, it's too much. So they're gonna have to find a couple. The Wayne Ellington is also out. So they have some guys out that could potentially and, fill and, some of the voids that you guys. Yeah, go ahead. And I was gonna say, and LeBron definitely wants to get that. That number one scoring all time scoring champion. He wants that crown. So if, if LeBron didn't want that crown, I'm pretty sure he would take a back seat to just like coast through the regular season. Let I still think they're going to do that get, a lot. Yeah, I don't think they have to entirely not play together. Um, you know, they can have some overlap minutes where LeBron kind of takes a back seat, but their ideal starting lineup, they should just be going big. Like LeBron's the point guard. You don't need enough, you don't need to bring a smaller guy on the court just because like just they should just be playing big as big as they can and you know I West, their team would be the best with Westbrook off the bench but I don't know if that's going to happen but we'll see yeah I don't I don't see it happening man I don't see unless unless Russ really is like you know what um you have to you know, put his puts his pride and ego aside if he's you able gotta, to you gotta, you gotta, sacrifice you gotta you gotta pitch the sixth man of the year award to him. You got to <laughs> have to. It's otherwise- or he he can start and then just come out early against the, with the second or, unit. Yeah, again comes out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
and you know just mix it in when he's like how like he should be playing every minute lebron's nodding so however you have to figure that out is what he should be doing yeah yeah i agree i agree you can, can get lebron's minutes down from paying dirt but yes. 38 39 minutes of playing down to 30 to 30, 32 to 34 35 yeah. minutes maybe 30 yeah, ways to figure it out yeah, and that's and that's gonna be a that's gonna be a the the um the tax and the challenge for for Frank Vogel. Um, you see, this this is we're gonna really see how great of a coach he is with this lineup, all these egos. Because you even got guys coming off the bench with egos with Melo, Rondo, Dwight. Those guys are yeah, future Hall of Famers on the bench. <laughs> right, exactly, and they they still feel you know obviously they know what they are at this point, but they're still pretty confident guys. So. Um, so, so it's a challenge. It's going to be a challenge for Frank Vogel and how he figures the situation out uh, throughout the season. Uh, Noel Westbrook, it just takes it just takes time. I mean, even last year, he struggled a little bit early with Beal. And then towards the second half, you know, they started to figure out and he went on a crazy run. So, um, so I think. Yeah, no, yeah, if I just go. No, and I think what you're saying is it's possible for sure. And I agree with that. It's just, it, it's different when you're going from, one A, one B, or one two to go into one to three. That I don't know how well Westbrook is going to be able to deal with that. That's what I'm interested to see. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see it too because um, another t- I, I got my team. My top ten is I got Lakers, Warriors, Suns. It's not in order. Uh, Lakers, Warriors, Suns, Jazz, Nuggets, Clippers, Grizzlies. Man, uh, I still got the Trailblazers in there, man. Uh, I still, they to me, they still look like they have the same problems they've had over the last few years. Great scoring backcourt, just not enough on defense. Mavericks, the, the Luka, Luka's is just still great enough. Um, they still got some solid guys. I think they figure it out to get in the play-in. And then my 10th team is Minnesota. If, 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 if Ant, Cat, and, and D'Lo, if those guys can stay healthy, I think I think that, that trio right there could definitely make some noise. In the Western Conference, they could potentially get get a get a play in berth, and um, who knows? I mean, you you know, when it, when a game or two in there, and then you you got the eighth seed. So I think they definitely have the talent and takes that next step. Cat definitely, uh, if he wants to put himself as some one of these top top ten players, he at, at a time he was definitely a top ten player. Some people may have him out uh, right now. Definitely Embiid and Jokic have usurped him as the top center in the league. So if he wants to make if he wants to stand his ground and, and get get back in that get back in that ranking as a, as top two guy, maybe top one. Um, I think having a stellar year and get, trying to get the, the Timberwolves to a play-in would definitely help. Mm-hmm. Having Edwards there is going to help him because he yeah. is a stud. Yeah, he's a stud, he, man. He may single-handedly keep Cat in Minnesota. Yeah, I, th- I, be- I believe so. I believe so. He could be that guy because, I mean, looking at that uh, press press uh, press conference before the season started and he was talking about all the, the the trial and tribulations he's been through since been in, being in Minnesota in terms from a front uh, from a front office standpoint it's definitely been it's been rough so I think Ant could be that guy that could you know help him stay in there man because and, and they, but they gotta get they got they gotta they gotta win quickly they gotta win quickly and they gotta stay healthy if they can stay healthy I think they, they could definitely make some noise I like Sacramento as well I like Sacramento as well they have a lot I, I like Davion Mitchell was a big fan of him watching watch him at Baylor. I like his game. I'm a big fan of Fox. Fox is a stud. I feel like if he's on any other team, he's, he'd, he'd get much more recognition and much more popularity. But, you know, he plays for the Kings right now, so he doesn't get the love that he should be. He's an excellent basketball player. Healed Harrison Barnes, solid, solid role player, role player guard. 
Bagley right now hasn't really lived up to his his uh his pick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hasn't lived up to the pick right now. Um, you know, there's, there's been talks about him trading him, and he, he's now he's coming off the bench and things like that. Halliburton looks great. To me, they they probably need a big. They need a big man to really hold that anchor down in the middle. Rashawn Holmes is, is solid, um, but they probably need a more quality guy in there. Uh, like I said, I'm not a fan of Luke Walton either, so that could also be a reason why they don't they don't reach their potential as well because Absolutely. of his coaching. Uh, but they're very talented. I like their team. The Jazz, Jazz are the Jazz. They're going to be a great regular season team. To me, same, to me right now, until something changes, they have the same issue. They don't have a they don't have a, a dominant wing. They just don't. Um, yeah. Uh, I Donovan, don't. Donovan's great. Gobert is going to going to do what he does, but you need that a wing, that forward versatile guy to to make things happen on both ends. I don't know if if uh, the Jazz gotten better since last year. I I don't I don't, need, I don't think they may I don't know if they'll be better than Denver this year, honestly. I think Denver may take a step a bigger step forward than they do because like you said, that dominant wing. We're looking at Michael Porter Jr. over there. Right. And like don't Donovan Mitchell's phenomenal, but again, undersized two guard and you got a big man that all he is is just a defensive presence. He's not anything he doesn't add anything offensively. Yep. So I think Denver's already better than them. Yeah, I think I, the Jazz are just a, um, you know, they're obviously going to win a ton of regular season games because they bring it on defense every night. Yeah. Um, so it might not show in the, the standings, but I think Denver is better than the Jazz. Yeah, I, I, th- I think Michael Porter Jr. makes that extra step. What we've seen from Monte Morris last, last year in the playoffs, Will Barton is back, and then I don't know when Jamal Murray gets back, but then you throw him back into the fold. Yeah. And and if, he, if he's anything like he was before he got hurt, just forget about it. And, and then we got the reigning MVP. Hey, Jokic, yes, I agree. I agree. And once Murray comes back, that's definitely going to change the dynamic, like you said. What's your, what's your guys' thoughts on Golden State right now? How do you, how do you see that playing out? You um, talked a little bit about Clay and the 75 list, but um, once he gets back to the Warriors, how, how do you see them How do you see them playing throughout the season and, and in the playoffs if they're able to get there? That I think that's that's the most that's the question everybody wants to see. We know we know what we're going to get from Steph. We know what we're going to get from Dre. Uh, what's the kid that's playing center from them? I, I don't care. Remember Wiseman. Wiseman. Wiseman yeah. James Wiseman. James Wiseman is. He, it takes a little time for big men to develop, but he's trending in the right direction. Now it's just about how do they fit with what Steph and Clay brings when Clay comes back, because Clay doesn't demand the ball. He's a guy that's unselfish, a team guy, but he still got to get his shots. So who's who's whose shots are gonna go are gonna diminish and they're gonna be a better defensive team when you have those guys on the perimeter like Clay and uh Wiggins. For sure, Teddy, what's your thoughts on Golden State right now? And how do you see them playing out? How, how do you see that, that that team um playing out when uh, when they get Clay back? Hello? Maybe. Uh, I don't know if that is the is there. Oh, uh, he got he got lagged out. All right, damn. Um, but yeah. Um, is this? I, the, I think. Before, my fault. Cut you off. Before yeah. we before we get any further with the Warriors, I just want to know when are we going to see Bobo play? That's what that's my biggest question mark of this season. The thing about Bobo is he has a lot of upside, right? But on the pick and roll, 
defensively, too slow. Too slow-footed to me. And I feel like that's why he's not he's not playing right now or he's not playing as much as we maybe like to see him play. And I think it's because on defense, when they do pick and rolls, it's 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 tough. I agree. I understand that, and I agree. It's just that I I know like just the lineup of Jamal Murray. If you go Jamal Murray, put Michael Porter. If you want to just cheat, Michael Porter to the two, Aaron Gordon to the three, Bo Bo and 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 uh and uh what's his name? Jokic. Jokic. Sorry about that. I was about to say Vucevic. Names European. Sorry about that. Right. <laughs> Jokic. You put them out there. That's that's a really scary lineup to go. Against. That is that is it really it's is a terrifying lineup to go against, especially if they if they can mesh together. And Aaron Gordon has been his, his jump his jump shot has been improving, and he's been able to play a little bit more on along the perimeter and defend on the perimeter more throughout his career. So that I like I like to see that dynamic. Yeah, I would like to see it too. Uh, Teddy, you already back? Still can't hear you, bro. All right. Um, so good, brother. What's your thoughts about the Suns? What do you think about Phoenix? You know, obviously, they, they got the W against the Lakers last night. They really didn't. I mean, they added McGee. They added Landry Shamit. How, how do you how do you see that playing out? I don't I mean, think they, they, they made. They get significantly better, right? No, nah, no significant difference. I think that they that last year they kind of they were a good team. They kind of overachieved to me last year. Mm. In a sense, but I don't think because when we see when it got to the final, they weren't able to adjust, or they were unwilling to adjust. I would say, Monty Williams is a hell of a coach, but I don't know if they they have anything. They still lack size. Um, I mean, Javale McGee is a good pickup. He's a good player to have, but even then, he's the tallest player that you got. Your next biggest player is eight and a six foot eleven, and then everybody else is under six nine. So. When you got to play against those bigger teams, how how do you how are you going to be able to adjust to that? Is my biggest questions. Tony, you back with us, bro? Yeah, I'm in here. All right, all right. Having great. some audio issues, but we're good. No, you're all good, bro. Uh, we were just talking about what's your thoughts on Golden State this year, uh, Phoenix, and and Denver. How do you, how do you see those teams? Uh, what's, okay. what's, the, what's the outlook on those three teams in the West? I think the Warriors, as soon as Clay comes back, I think they're just going to really crank it up. You know, they're going to get right back to their Splash Bros pre-Kevin Durant style. Mm -hmm. And I expect it to work for the most part. Um, I don't know if they're going to be like, you know, a perennial one seed again, but I they'll probably be in the upper echelon of the West. Um, Denver, I love Denver. I think if they can just get all their pieces back, Murray, Barton, all these all these guys, they will be an upper echelon team in the West. Um, well, what was the third team you said? Uh, the Suns. Right. The Phoenix. Suns are kind of like the opposite, where you you know this would be the year where it's like, were they just you know did they get was it a fluke that they went to the finals or are they going to come back just as good this year and try to make a run again? I think that's to be determined. I don't think they made too many uh, changes to their team. They're kind of probably just running it back. Um, so we'll see if, you know, Aiden has to take a next step. You know, Booker can probably get better. I'd like to see him facilitate more instead of just relying on Chris Paul. 
my biggest fear was with the Suns is that I feel like their big their greatest chance to win the championship was last year, and that that window may have closed with Chris Paul being on the team. Yep, I don't That's know if Chris, if Chris Paul stayed him in him in the playoffs. He oh, for some reason he has a health injury with the playoffs. Does he stay healthy throughout the playoffs to make the team a contending team? Does he get hurt again? And that's the. Thing. I think that's they're. The I think they're a great team. I. I. I totally think that's the big question this year because obviously Booker and Aiton aren't going anywhere, right? They're studs, yeah. uh, and they they will be on playoff teams for the foreseeable future. It's just a matter of do they have to you know kick Chris Paul to the curb after this year, or do they do good again and keep running it with them until he. Ultimately retired, yeah. Yeah, I think for me, for for Phoenix, Aiden is going to have to emerge and be that second best player on the team if if they want to if they want to have uh, championship aspirations again. He's going to have to usurp Paul because, like you said, as Paul gets older, you're going to expect those younger guys have to step up. Uh, McCall Bridges as well. It's going to have to be more of a factor. He just got the the five year, ninety million dollar extension. Um, he's going to have to play better as well. Be a little bit more than a, than a three and D guy. Um, add more of a scoring factor, putting the ball on the floor a little bit. We'd like to see him improve also. To me, they have they have the Lakers number because they play small. They play a little bit smaller, um, and, and they have more spacing out there. Again, if the Lakers had uh, – if they changed their lineup and had some more spacing, I would I, I like I like their chances um, again against Phoenix. Or, or they got they have to take the Bucks approach and abuse them inside the paint. Yeah, yeah, they gotta dominate. Yeah, they gotta dominate the, the boards. Yeah, they have to dominate the boards. And that mean, that would take for Anthony Davis to stop being soft, as Ted would say. <laughs> Go into the five and abuse it because I'm not. I'm not saying that Anthony Davis is oh, is significantly significantly better played than Giannis or better than Giannis at all. But I think that they're close in skill skill ability. If if the, if Giannis can do that to Aiton. Anthony Davis, you definitely can do that. You just have to be tougher in your mindset of how you approach the game. Yeah, he falls in love with the jump shot too much. Exactly. Too much. But of, of those three teams that we talked about, the Suns, Denver, and the Warriors, I think the Warriors and Denver are probably the two teams that are going to take the biggest leap because Clay comes back. And like I said, like we said before, that bolsters up their perimeter scoring. Iggy is back coming off the bench. And I think that Wiggins can kind of take over that role like pre-Kevin Durant that Harrison Barnes kind of had. Yep. And that opens up a whole new dynamic. And you ne- they never had a guy in the interior that, that can be that dominant, potentially, as James, as James Wiseman. So it'll be an interesting dynamic to see. I completely agree with everything you said about Golden State, man. Um, they're definitely one of the most interesting teams for me this year. Um, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just a fan of the moves they got. Otto Porter as well off the bench, quality role player, can space the floor. Jordan Poole, a lot of people have high expectations for him this year. So um, uh, I think they, they they look great right now. Curry's going to continue to do what he does. Had forty five and ten the other night against the Clippers. So uh, they, they they look oh, great. And of all the teams, they've stuck to their philosophy. They have the most positionless players outside of Wiseman and like Steph. Everybody else can play pretty much two to two to four. Yeah, which is scary. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they and they and also got two young guys and and. Um, Kaminga and, and, and Moody that they drafted with the seventh and fourteenth pick in, in the draft class that could also have some potential and, and maybe make maybe you know maybe make an impact this year. We'll see. We'll see depending on if guys get injured injured and things like that. So I'm excited about the West, man. The Western Conference is still still exciting. 
Uh, Grizzlies can't sleep on the Grizzlies. I think Jaron Jackson's going to have to make that that big step next to Ja if they really want to make noise and and be one of these yeah. top teams in the Western Conference. He's going to have to be healthy. Gotta be this, he got to be the second best player on that team. He has 100%. the ability to do it, but he has to do it on every on a nightly basis. Exactly, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. If he could do that, I think that they have a great chance. Dylan Brooks got some nice guys over there. I really like what Taylor Jenkins has done over there in Memphis. And um, what, what's, what's your guys' thoughts on the Mavericks before we before we get to the NBA awards? Thoughts on the Mavericks? First off, Porzingis gotta go. Gotta go. He's okay. not. I don't think he's made for the NBA. Wow. <laughs> like I'm not even because he's a former Nick, and I don't like what he. He had eleven and five like, the other night. How do you have eleven points and five rebounds? Have how have you not gotten stronger? Even if you're not the strongest guy. Learn positioning and rebounding and using your size to your ability. There's no way that you should be fall. He's like Anthony Davis. He falls in love with the jump shot. You gotta attack a little bit, man. You can take you can do the Dirk Nowitzki and get on, on a low block and do turnaround jumpers. I can live with that, but at least be able to do it from five to ten feet. You don't always have to shoot 15 to 20, 20 foot jump shots. Like it don't 25 foot jump shots. It doesn't register to me anyway. Yeah, for me, I don't I don't know. I feel like, you know, Porzingis, the Mavericks, it's it's Luca's show, right? So it's the hierarchy of that team is Luca and then everyone else. You got Tim Hardaway, Porzingis, these guys that are, you know, looked at as like on the same level. You guys are just gonna hang out at the three point line and when Luca wants to give you the ball, you're gonna get the ball and never else. And you know, if <laughs> If I, I don't, I don't, I don't watch a ton of Mavericks games, but when I do, I don't exactly see them calling plays for Porzingis on the low block. You know, he's kind of just chilling at the three-point line for the most part, and that's. I I think that's partially why he doesn't get a ton of boards. You know, unless the Mavericks, you know, use him as the second best player on the team, I don't know if his numbers are going to show it. Yeah, and I would hope, and I and I hope when they got Jason Kidd, that that would change a little bit. Um, we'll see. It's only two games, you know. It's only two yeah. games. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens because he did. Yeah. He did. He did express some. Um, uh, he he definitely was upset about last season and then, last season. Yeah, yeah, about him not getting touches and things like that, and kind of just being a uh, stretch four. He wanted to be a little bit more than that. Uh, when he was a, but a lot of his offense does come from the three-point line. So, you know, he's going to be one of those guys that, you know, one night he could drop 28, another night he'll drop 12. Yeah. You know, it's going to happen. He's one of those but guys. That's what I'm saying. So, right now, after one game into the season, 11 points, five, five rebounds, zero assists, 31% from the floor, 25% from three. That, like that, at, at, a, at some point or another, it's – yeah, they're not calling your number, but you have to put yourself in a position to be to like do more. Yep. I know I'm yep. not hitting this three, so instead of and when I when I pump, shoot it or I pump fake, pump fake, go to the basket, play at the high post, do something like like coach. I got to do something different because like thirty one percent from the floor as a, as a seven foot three guy, crazy. That's terrible. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Only two games, so small sample yeah. size. We'll see what happens. No, they play. They played one game so far. They didn't even play. Two okay, games so only one game. That's even yeah. They played tonight. smaller. Yeah, yeah so they tonight, so it's a small sample size, but it just still was like there's things that as a basketball, which your basketball IQ that you should just do. Did they win? No, no, they got destroyed by Atlanta. Destroyed by Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. Like beat them like thirty. 
<laughs> yeah, they got destroyed. And that's man. my thing too. You're going against you going Clint Capella doesn't guard well on the perimeter. So okay. I understand that you want to kind of expose that, but use some pick and roll. Use some use some different things. Like, dude, uh John Collins is not is like six ten. You're seven foot three. He's um he's not their center though, right? No, he plays the four. Right. Yeah, he's he's, another he's, an, he's another one that like he needs to go, he needs to play the five, bro. Like can't seven three power forward. Come on. It doesn't doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't even sound great, bro. Like he has to he has to get down. He has to get a lot stronger, man. That's why that's why I salute yeah. Mitch. Like Mitch put on about you know 20, 20 30 pounds in the offseason and got right, man. He was that's like why two. it doesn't make sense for like teams in general to be running these guys at the power forward. Like there if if you have a seven foot three guy that can shoot, like you play him at the center. Like that's the advantage. Right. That's what I'm right. You pull that center out of the paint, make him guard him, and then you have the whole paint open. It doesn't make sense to put him at the four and lose that advantage. We've seen guys that are like six ten, six eleven, like Rasheed Wallace was willing to play the five. Yep. Rasheed gotta Wallace got a sacrifice. Four. He was a power four by nature. All he's ever played was power four, but on certain teams we've seen him play the five. Yep. If it help the team, like Gotta be able to sacrifice. Seven, seven foot three and two hundred and forty pounds. Like first of all, you need to add like twenty more pounds, dude, and figure this out. Yeah, if he yeah, if he adds like twenty more pounds, it gets to like two sixty, two sixty five. Yeah, yeah. I think that the one 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 that'll keep him a little bit more healthy. Um, in my opinion, once he gets conditioning down, of course, uh, I think he'll be more, much more healthy. And then again, I mean, he's already had uh, the ACL, the meniscus, so it would, it would just Season at injury, season injuries. Sorry. Exactly, exactly. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the Mavericks, but I do still have them as my top ten. All right, let's finish up uh, again. Thank you guys for joining me today. Uh, shout out Sean as well, who pulled up earlier uh, for for joining us for this episode. Let's go to the NBA awards. What's we'll the rookie of the year, coach of the year, most improved player, defensive player of the year, and MVP? I'm going to start with Viz, Teddy, and then I'll uh, conclude. Uh, rookie of the year. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think Jalen Green is something interesting to see uh, from the Rockets. And, uh, but I don't, I don't know yet. I just got to – I got to – you got to give me – I got to see at least 10 games before I decide on who's going to be rookie of the year. Uh, coach of the year. Tibbs was up there last year. I think Tibbs could possibly be up there again if the Knicks do push forward. Chicago's coach has a chance to be uh, coach of the year as well. And out of the West, uh, I would say the Warriors coach possibly can. When Clay comes back, if they if things ramp up and they become a top three team, most you say the Warriors coach as if it's not like Steve Kerr. I can't. I can't remember his name. I don't. <laughs> that, that guy I, over I, there I, in Golden State. Yeah, I like Steve. I like Warriors coach Steve Kerr. I just can't remember. I'm like his name. What is his name? I was gonna call. I was about Luke Walton because of the whole Luke. That that he just. Oh yeah, that, remember that. I, yeah, forgot, yeah. I forgot about Steve Kerr. So Steve Kerr has a chance. I think Steve Kerr is there, but for me, it's between Tibbs, uh, Chicago's coach, Steve Kerr, and that's pretty. That's pretty much about maybe Doc. Maybe Doc if he can figure if he figure out anything with the Sixers, he's gonna get coach of the year. If they can figure it out with Ben, so we'll see. Um, you say um, MVP. Uh, most improved, most improved defensive player, and then MVP. Yeah, most improved. Dark horse, my boy Obi Toppin. 
<laughs> Dark Horse. Uh, yes, sir. I hope so. Yes, sir. That'd be great. Um, that that would be dope. Um, to see who else would, would make that step forward. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. may possibly make that step forward too. He's a person that can get most improved for me. So, Michael Porter Jr. probably my front runner, but my dark horse is Obi Toppin, uh, defensive player of the year. Ben Simmons, if you get it, I'm rooting for you. I don't want this guy's Stifle Tower to even like if Gobert wins another one of these things, man. Yeah, I think they got Gobert fatigue, man. I, I'm just so tired of him winning it because he's not really doing. I understand the stats is there, but he's not really doing anything that's really affected the game to that magnitude to me. So I think a guy like Ben Simmons, maybe uh, Giannis can possibly win it again, depending on the year he has. Uh, depends on how much LeBron wants it. If LeBron wants it, he, probably, he possibly can get one too, or, or George as well. So those, those are the kind of guys I have in that. Uh, and then MVP, I'm, I'm, I think Joel Embiid can get MVP. I think I think he can get it if he stays healthy. If not, depending on it may be Kevin Durant, Giannis, LeBron, Luca in the in the mix for that. All right. Teddy, what about you? You got for your NBA awards? All right. Rookie of the year I wrote, uh Cunningham. Uh okay. I think he's over in Detroit. Yep. So yep. they, they hey, got they, they have a they have a solid you know, okay team over there. Jeremy Grant's going to take another step up this year. So I think, you know, it'll make it easier on him as opposed to uh, Jalen Green, who's in like Houston, I think. Their team sucks. So <laughs> he got it's going to be, he you know, he might, he might put up, you know, maybe bigger numbers, but it, I think it's going to be much tougher for him to, to do it consistently. Uh, Coach of the year, I put uh, Billy Donovan for the Bulls. I think if they're like a top four seed, it'll just basically be like replicating Fibs winning it next year. I don't, uh, last year, excuse me. I don't think he'll win it again this year because, you know, that's the media. They're not going to give it to him twice in a row. So I said Billy Donovan. Most improved in a landslide is going to be LaMelo Ball this year. He's already averaging 24 points a game in this big sample size. Uh, I think he averaged like 16 <laughs> last year. I think – you know, you that's usually where you see the points jump. It's from like a mid-teens number to like a low to mid-20s. I think that's an easy jump for him to average like 23 points, seven or eight rebounds, seven or eight assists, um, which would be, you know, a slam dunk most improved player. Uh, defensive player of the year. I like forget who's even on the ballot anymore because it's just Gobert's award. So I put Gobert down, <laughs> even though I'd rather someone else win it. Anyone that wants to step up and take it from him, please do that. <laughs> and then uh, MVP, I put Luca. Uh, I think he was in the race. Lat he was probably I don't know if he was. He was probably like second or third in voting. He was yeah, he was the top three guy. Yeah, so I don't think they'll give it to you know Jokic. Got it. They're probably not going to go center again because the NBA is weird. They got to change it up. They'll probably go back to a ball handler. Uh, and Luca is going to have the stats. It's just a matter of if the Mavericks can get, you know, even like a top six seed, I think he'll he'll get that award. Oh, and then uh, for both of you guys also, six man. I forgot to ask six man. Six of the man year. of the year. If, if Russell Westbrook, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's literally, I'm telling you, if he gives in, he will be six man of the year. But if he doesn't, that Rose. 
Yes, sir. All right. I like Derek. I would. I would like to see Derek Rose get it. That'd be cool. I think he was. I, I wish he would have got it last year. I think Jordan Clarkson got it over him, which yeah. I, I can be mad at. But I, I wish Derek Rose would have got it last year. And the Lamelo yeah. Ball pick that actually looked under the radar for me. That's actually a great pick for most improved. So I would say awesome. I think Lamelo and Michael Porter Jr. would would be my two front runners of that for that. Mel Ball is just like the next superstar. Like he is just a stud. Yeah, he's a stud, man. He's a great player. He's a great young player. Uh, rookie of the year for me, I got Cade. It's like Teddy. Coach of the year, I'm going with Steve Kerr. Um, I think they bounce back and get back to being one of these top teams in the West. No longer a playing team. Most improved, I also got MPJ. Um, defensive player of the year. I got Anthony Davis. I think they make that move to the five, and he he finally gets one because uh, he has everything else, all the, the all the first team, all defenses, and things like that. If he doesn't have that award, I think he finally gets one now. Six man going with D Rose, uh, X Tate, <laughs> and then uh, MVP. I'm going with Kevin Durant. I think he gets the second MVP. Uh, look at all these all top all time guys. You know they have multiple MVPs. I think he. I think he gets he, he gets another even, one. Yeah, honestly, even has multiple MVPs before Kevin. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Steph too. Steph has two. Yeah, Ron has four. You know, Kareem, Jordan, all these guys. So um, I think KD. I feel like you, would you say that the Nets have to be the one seed for him to get that award? Absolutely, absolutely. They wouldn't give it to him if he's like two. Maybe if he's two, but anything under. I don't know. Under, I feel like I feel I mean, like it's, Jokic, they have, Jokic I feel like and, they should definitely be the one seed. Yo, Maybe well, yeah, if the Bucks get it instead of them, that'd be okay because they're the reigning champ. But yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, two seed, two seed at best. Yes, that, that's what that's what it would be. It would have to be the Bucks at one, the Bucks or the Sixers at one, possibly depending on how the Sixers season goes. You, you and the Sixers. If it's anybody else, listen, because I'm not going to knock them. Like, I, but if it's anybody else that's not considered an upper echelon team above them, they, they, they're not giving it to Kevin Durant because right, he's if they slide the three. He's not. He can't he's get not, it because they, no they're already gonna, scoring. They're going to use the Harden factor against him, and Harden is going to get MVP votes too. Like, we're not. I'm hey, not gonna yeah, do. that's that's going to be the problem. So it's gonna it's gonna be tough for him. It's gonna we're be talking, tough. Yeah, we're talking about Detroit. K, he definitely has the argument. They have a nice little situation over there. Isaiah Stewart is another guy that may be a dark horse guy for sure. some I'm improvement crazy. over there. I don't know how how much it'll be. That's what he's one of the homies too. So shout out to Isaiah Stewart. So yeah, um, I think I, I like I like I like KD's chances, man. Again, I mean, you want to be in, on these top five all time? You gotta have a couple of them MVPs, man. Yeah, uh, it's I think weird that he only has one so far. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think they used the Golden State years against him because he and during those Golden State years he's playing phenomenal. Just yeah, the, oh, he's, he's on Golden State, so people didn't right. want to give him MVP. Exactly. I think this year, no, you know, no Kyrie. Yes, they have Harden, but if he's able to put up some dominant numbers and a second one or two one or two seed team in the uh, seed in the East, I think it definitely helps. He's, picked, he's definitely picked off where he picked up where he's left off from that. Okay. That dreaded freak foot toenail on the line. Oh right, oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's picked up from there. He's like, he's like, it's not over. I'm, I'm coming back for blood. Exactly. Don't sleep on Steph either for MVP because oh no, no absolutely. Oh, like yeah. that guy. Definitely, definitely. Can you know, if he's dropping, that. you know, thirty four games. Yeah, thirty. Yeah, 30 yeah, exactly. I mean, he won. He won both of his MVPs when Clay was there. So um, yeah. it just helps. It just helps him. It just helps him yes. open shots. So um, he, he's definitely going to be in the, in the Go chase. Golden State looks very 
what's that, 2013 when they won their first ship or 2014? 2015. 2015. They're looking very 2015-ish Golden State Warriors again. Very Steph is the guy, but the team is also very – it's a very cohesive team around him. It's not yes. full of superstars. Just no, everybody has designated roles on the scene. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so he, he's definitely going to have a chance. All right, that, uh, that wraps it up for the first episode, season four, the Garda Podcast. Sean, Viz, Teddy, thank you guys for, for joining me on this episode, man. Really appreciate it. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, anytime. All right, um, Viz, where can we find you? And also, Teddy, if you got any plugs that you want to... Uh, find me up. on Viz Swoops, V-I-S-S-W-O-O-P-S on all streaming platforms. It, it'll find, There's a link tree on there, so you'll find my other stuff as well once you click on that page. So, yeah. All right. Teddy, what yeah, about you? can follow me on Twitter, uh, Ted Sempepos, S-E-M-P-E-P-O-S. All right. And, of course, you guys can find me on Twitter at cjames9 underscore Garda Podcast on IG. I also have a link tree as well that you guys could um, click on the link and find my other links as well. Also doing a pod, football podcast called The Hard Count. Go live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, covering all things NFL. So, I would um, love to join your that one, but the Giants are having a terrible season, so I don't even <laughs> want to talk football. And I live up here in Bills country, so all I hear is we're the best team in New York. I'm like, all right, you guys got it. I can't say anything. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's wild. Yeah, it's wild times for y'all, man. It's wild times. But uh, I definitely would love to have both of you guys on. Both of you guys know your football. Hey, man. Tank for, Tank for Spencer. That's where I'm at with it. Tank for Spencer. I know, I know Teddy. I know your Jets fans. Oh, man. I know. Hey, we're 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 playing each other this weekend. And yes, sir. We could, end, we could leave this game with the same record. Uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. Hey, I wanna, it, we'll this see is it. the old Patriots. So. I know. It's not. It's not. You're right. You're right. We'll see at 1 o'clock, though. We'll see, yep. <laughs> we'll see at 1 o'clock, man. Can't wait. But again, thank you guys for joining me. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Um, Catch you guys on the next one, man. Have a good one.